chat gang. All right, good evening. Welcome to episode 16 of Rantcast. 16 of these already. Whew. I'm and the best one was number three. <laughs> the best one was number three already. Look, you know, I haven't even done the done the uh, intros yet, and you're already throwing shade at your co-host here. He needs all the help he can get. Come on now. <laughs> to be uh, fair, mate, that was mostly towards my go. Uh, no, no. <laughs> all right. So uh, you're just now joining Rantcast. I'm joined by two of my fav- absolute favorite community members, uh, Bryce and and Tomb Dad, <laughs> Tomb aka. Dad. Tomb King Tristan, a.k.a. Stan, 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 with two hyphens. <laughs> Triple Stan, let's get it. Yeah, Stan cubed. Mm. Uh, and we're going to be talking a little bit tonight about a couple different subjects. Uh, we're going to do some Havoc recap in there at some mm-hmm. point, because both Bryce and I did go to Havoc with, I think, uh, a different degrees of success on like sort of the agenda we both showed up for. Like, I had a goal of... Uh, of uh, crushing Warhammer Week. No, um, I had a goal of, of breaking my uh, my three and two seal- ceiling, and I did that. Um, <laughs> and uh, and uh, and you won uh, you won you won some hardware, didn't you, Bryce? I oh, sure what? did. You yeah. won a ho- no yeah. hobby yeah. hardware. How did you win? Hobby hardware, the most succulent of hardware. Yeah, <laughs> that's okay in that field. That's that's wild. Especially yeah, for those models. Wow. Warlord of Havoc. Absolutely. So. Yeah. Uh, that's okay version and story behind my general yeah yeah nice. so so as oh. i i okay so i knew i knew that that holy havoc was like the narrative hobby event i did not expect it to be that narrative and that hobby like <laughs> i i just so like i mean you go to like uh, you know i went to midwest Weltdown and they had a ton of hobby trophies Mm-hmm. but it was like things yeah it was a great great event great event tons of hobby trophies and stuff like that but this was like so i was just kind of expecting like a midwest meltdown no no like this is it went hard it was well, and i was out to be of, fair on the internet you're out of your league i was That's out of great. my league i was out of my league i was awesome. borrowing models like fucking painting shit in the hotel room the night before like oh. i like and i looked at the standings and like the amount of points not had from like <laughs> hobby and stuff were just like <laughs> like how many other people go undefeated and go 10th overall and you're just like oh <laughs> like uh like 10th out of 30 for like, so it's just like i like i've got i'm coming back with a hobby vengeance next year and i'm like a fucking writer and i didn't like do anything with the narrative in any way i, I just like i i let myself down uh i, I didn't I, think I, I would walk away unbeaten and feel like i got beaten <laughs> you know like like uh, that's it's just like it, it crazy it, it's crazy a great event so yeah we're gonna talk a little holy havoc um and then we're gonna uh, we'll let bryce describe his his uh his warlord of havoc and then uh we'll talk about something that i think is really really bloomed really blossomed you two have really just 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 crushed this this international escalation league you're in the first month now uh, got a Discord over over sixty, uh, sixty members. He wants to talk. It's oh. insane. <laughs> no, go ahead and um, talk. No, no. <laughs> so, I like we haven't done shit. Like we basically started a Discord and posted, "Hey, does anybody want to play too?" Um, it's been amazing how many people have like stepped up and have done um like just jaw dropping stuff. I've been blown away. Like one person's already basically half painted a thousand point army. <laughs> 
like not yeah. even like maybe fully painted their freaking trees it's wow. nuts wow 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 oh, bucket's my guy what's up hey bucket cheers by the way i also have an ice cold beer here for oh, you well share, sharing with you let's cheers cheers mm. alcoholic so, yeah yeah I, well wisconsin it's not quite alcoholism yet they go to meetings <laughs> yeah it's, it's after six o'clock now it's kind of frowned upon if you're not yeah so. yeah packers games uh break the uh after five uh after five o'clock rule so you can start day drinking for packers brewers and bucks games um weddings obviously <laughs> um mm-hmm. if you had a hard day at work um yeah. if you just feel like it there's a lot of criteria it's 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 really elaborate for, for it's, when a, it's, it's an omnibus yeah it's an omnibus yeah so a... okay <laughs> oh um big news for our australian listener anthony margo mm-hmm. i found my screaming skull bridge so i don't have to come down to australia and kick his ass <laughs> he told me today on the internet that he stole it and i believed him <laughs> i was like you prick where did well, you find it? So um, it was hidden. So I was trucking it back and forth to work, like all the spells from um, what was the name of that thing again? Well, Whenever this thing came in, um, yeah, that one. Feast of Bones. Um, no, not no. Feast of Bones. You Feast dweeb. of Bones. Ever so buy that? The only time that can be mentioned. Today, the Feast of Bones. <clears throat> I'm listen, stop <laughs> we, we, talking. Were we about talking about the Feast of Bones? Nope. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, in Forbidden Power, like I, I got that, and then I was just trucking back and forth from work with the spells because I'd like clean stuff during breaks and like stick stuff together. And then I realized, like, you know, whenever Bridge became something I cared about, I didn't know where it was. <laughs> I had every other thing just plastered all over my desk. Like I have my uh, scoot scoot TK'd up scoot scoot McToot Toot. Yeah, um, Mr. Scoot there. Yep. Beep, beep. Hi, friends. Yeah, yeah, Mr. That's scoot Scoot. Ride. Or, or the bringy dingy, uh, whatever you're... Bringy dingy shouts to Vincent. Um, but I found it, and it was buried deep inside of my recycling bags. Oh, wow. Because I'd use... Because we have a... <laughs> on, on my island, we have a ban on plastic bags, so we have a ton of these reusable ones, and I had just been using one of those, trucking back and forth, and I'd hung it up on a hook, and unbeknownst to me, my partner decided to be, you know, organized. And she put a whole bunch of these other reusable bags that we have because as soon as you get rid of plastic bags, apparently you just keep buying reusable ones. <laughs> uh, it works. Um, and, and so they're made, and they're made like, from the same. They're made by the same people who make the plastic bags to begin with, so they're like not. And they take out more any. landfill space than the plastic bags do. <laughs> right. Yeah, like... but I have used them more, so shut up. Uh, <laughs> I'm for, I'm for this initiative. Get bent. Yeah. Uh, so I was just like, oh, maybe it's there. And then so I went by probably about 30 to 40 bags. And at the very bottom, there was the little head on the top of the screen of Skullbridge going, save me, daddy. Save me. That's fantastic. So we, we're reunited. I don't have to fly down to, to Wumba Wumba land and uh, beat up Anthony Margo. Yeah, or like find one of those portals to the upside down. Like in your in your living room, you know, one of the goopy portals mm. from Stranger Things. I I think that's just how you get there. By the way, like I, I guess that's how. You, <laughs> no one would want to fucking sit on a full, uh, on an airplane for sixteen full real hours to to go to wow. Australia. I'm jealous. For me, it's twenty three. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I live on an island. Uh, hey, Coach uh, Soren, welcome. The the Mad Lad. Soren's up in chat too. Uh, thanks yes. again for all those all those gift subs last month during the marathon. Um, what a peach! Yeah, we got all these sweet sweet emotes here because of it. 
I um, felt like I got shafted because I actually paid for mine. Like, this is bullshit. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Um... Uh, so, so I, I guess I'm gonna, I'm gonna kind of let you guys, uh, guys drive this one. Do you want to start with the holy, the the holy recap, or do you want to go, go straight into the international escalation league? I want to hear all about holy because I was, like, I'm obsessed with that event and realms at war <laughs> over in, um, across the pond, and like those are, those are my two top events that I really, really want to go to because I'm like definitely a narratively driven player and for me that's like mecca is getting yeah. to the tiny little uh 30 the person yeah. yeah 30 person event not um, even in chicago like fucking podunk yeah. yorkville or whatever yeah <laughs> yeah um, i don't even know where it is because i don't think it matters that much shouts illinois um and so for me that's something i've been super interested in and i was pretty pissed off whenever i realized that you were going to be there mephisto like, um, I was like, this is horseshit. You didn't even mention this once during any cast? Like, what the hell is this crap? Yeah. You're going? Yeah, I know. I'm, uh, like, I've got connections, you know, and I'm just people oh, like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm e-famous now. No, uh, no, it, it was, it was, I had expectations uh, for it, but, and my expectations were, like, high, okay? And then they, ex when you have high expectations and they're exceeded, <laughs> it, like, it, it, like, causes the actual... Uh, like brain explosion gift thing to happen. Like it literally blew my mind, literally. Um, so it's like it's like the time that I went to Sappy Fest to go see Arcade Fire. It's this little music festival in this tiny little town in New Brunswick, and then we played pickup. It's like that. <laughs> yeah, what's that? You just spoke full Canadian there, and I I only know like South Canadian. Okay, so, so. <laughs> we're gonna go full Canadian because. I brought some Hawkins cheesy. Yeah. <laughs> the number one export of Canada. Maybe not monetarily, but by heart. <laughs> and, and probably by sodium level, let's be honest. Right, right. Um, okay, so I got my I got my uh, Hawkins cheesies ready. Okay. Look, Bra look, Bryce, look, look. Bryce, do you want to start um, out with, with Havoc? Because no. you're, you're a veteran of Havoc, aren't you? I'm, I am. This You're a holy, holy chosen, as it were. Yeah, my fifth, my fifth holy event. This one was. So I've been the two havocs, two holy wars. This was my fifth. Okay. So my third havoc. So you knew what to expect, kind of going in. Like whereas I had that moment of like, oh, like these are they're real serious about their narrative, not just like write something on a piece of paper and like, oh, this is no like you you yeah. you had expectations going in, and you kind of. Was this Time the out. first year? For yes. You thought that holy havoc, you could just walk in with a piece of loose leaf. No, I'm. I'm <laughs> I speak in hyperbole, Tristan. That's part of my humor. Um. <laughs> you didn't even bring that. That's what he's saying. Yeah, I didn't even bring that. I didn't have a fucking plaque. I didn't have nothing. Um. <laughs> is, that, is that South Canadian? I, I'm not getting this. Yeah. Um. <laughs> the uh, time in. Was was the uh, was the warlord new this year? Or is that a constant? That's constant. That's yeah, a constant. That's, so like the, that's like the pinnacle award of holy havoc. Is, okay, is that so? So and people still didn't know how the war scroll worked for it. This well, year. to to be fair, it changes every year. Like fair enough. Like the things that Steve allows, and and it's kind of a running joke. The things that Steve forgets. So it it was you know it's well, tough, right? Because there's so many different things you have to consider. And oh yeah. Think, traits and stuff like that oh yeah and, and and even how games workshop has has written tomes lately has just 
the landscape has changed within like their their rules and how they write them and traits and so on and so forth. Yeah. Um. So I I can imagine it being a um. He handled it really well though. Like it was. I mean, just like because of the nature of the event, and Vince was talking about how like how hard the people trying to win play, and then you have this like this swirl of narrative and hobby going around. It is. Like, it is peak Mephisto. This is, like, every, like, where people talk about, like, the sort of, like, they, they seem to think that, like, being a great at hobby and, and loving the narrative and the fluff and, and, and wanting to win games is, like, they're all mutually exclusive. You're either a hobbyist or you're a competitor or, and you certainly do kind of, like, season to taste what you're there for and, and how hard you go on any one of those. But, like, the competition's just as hard as anywhere else. If you want, you can play, like... You can end up playing five really tough games if you're headhunting the top tables because you're you're doing this open challenge sort of open grudges all weekend and if you want to win you got to go headhunting. So like it was it was really cool. Like I can't even like I already grudges had already won me over coming from different a different competitive background where um you know I was uh, you know I would think normally like grudges would like skew skew the the competitive balance and uh, like the the person who played magic the gathering and fighter games and shooters and stuff if i get to pick my like a team to job to me first round are you kidding me like i would totally game that system you would have picked me and ty <laughs> <laughs> well no, like well that's the thing Clubbing is like seals. well that's the thing is like people kind of like it, like we're we're like actually grudging me and Haywo because like i i have this thing where i just like playing new armies playing against new armies I like that that the brains the, the uh, list science in my brain where I just love seeing interactions on rules and I like to play different armies and so like I wasn't gonna like keep grudging people, um, but yeah like so we ended up like just kind of like making these gentleman agreements. I imagine it to be like fencing or dueling where you just like you throw the gauntlet down in front of somebody. It was really awesome. Like, again, it exceeded all my expectations. Uh, I hate to say it, Brendan, but uh, my favorite event. Period. Uh, so far that I've been to is Holy Havoc, but hands down, uh, that's not a hot take. Like it, legit. Um, so uh, you're you're telling me that one of the best um, events worldwide was one of the was was one of the best events. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm also telling you to make you jealous that I went to one of the best events <laughs> in in the world. Uh, you know. I'm mad. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Bryce, uh, why don't you? Uh, I guess did you go in with like an agenda? I, I mean, I, I saw your your you and Ty had this really awesome theme. Um, did you know that like months in advance? <laughs> like this is what we're doing. Um, uh, kind of. So, so Ty had made that army last year for Holy Wars and kind of helped him along the way and and kind of teaching him some new painting techniques and stuff like that so he put a ton of time into that army like I'm, yeah his he's got who have seen it. yeah he's got some d deep cast eternals so they're they're like sort of a aquatic themed uh storm casts uh for those of you who haven't seen i'm sure he's got some pictures up on twitter you can go check him out at fat uh fat kid sports um so he put a lot of work into that shouts to my guy yeah he, great <laughs> dude great dude yeah, so he put tons of work into that, and, and it's not an army that you just take to one event and put on the shelf. So I wanted to do, you know, we we kicked ideas around of different things we wanted to do, and it was originally going to be cities in that, but the cities, I just, I just 
couldn't get it going, so I went with the Deepkin, and that kind of made more sense in the long run anyway, since it's all Deepkin conversions in this army. Is that fucking Jar Jar Binks? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jar Um... Yeah, so 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 you um you were gonna do cities and you kind of pivoted to IDK. Now, from Midwest was it Midwest Meltdown or Nashcon? I didn't I didn't get the impression you liked your ID playing IDK too much. Oh, I hated it. Um, <laughs> which which makes no sense why I played it again. But I think part of it too. So I, I mean I think it's pretty clear that I'm I'm big into the hobby aspect of things and playing someone else's army for me. I think that's a good big part of the experience away. Yeah. So at, at Nashcon, I had played Isaiah's Deepkin. And not that they're poorly painted or anything like that, but it's just, you know, your army means more to you and it's yours. And, like, you have reasons as to why this guy that. would fight this guy and stuff like that. So that was a big part of it. Um, so it's not that they're poorly painted, but they're poorly painted? <laughs> no, they're beautiful. Um, but the biggest thing was, like, the army's one-dimensional, and it's pretty lame. And... Mm -hmm there's one really good thing in it and all the rest is not very good even though so, they like, have great sculpts the the other stuff is just like yeah yeah it's a shame it doesn't beautiful the i it, love i love the model range but i just got them right not, here yeah they're, they're gonna sit there yeah so i i figured i have it might as well paint it i had this idea that i've had for a long time i said what i wanted to do for meltdown was uh a mixed order army with statues that had been reanimated with with the ever burning ember that my warlord found and he could use that to bring the souls of fallen monsters into the statues that he would reanimate and have them fight for him so yeah that's so did you tristan have you seen his uh have you seen his 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 army on on twitter um yes but i would really like it if you would share screen yeah to show everyone to, else try to bring it up here see if we can't absurd. get it so so he had this like absurd hobby idea and he had yeah, like uh I'm just wondering when he's going to paint the rest of it. <laughs> oh, because it looks great. Um, <laughs> yeah, so he... Uh, yeah, this is a, a great photo. But he had yeah, these... Yeah, if you go to the beginning of Havoc, the Friday... There I have we a, go. Like, mm, the full yeah. My Army and Ty's Army. So, just so it's out there, um, I followed on Twitter as much as humanly possible for <laughs> the entirety of it. So, yeah, like, so... If, it, if it got posted, I probably saw it. So, he's got, like, here, you can see one of his eels here. And what do we... We got some high elves riding. What are... What riders did you go with? Uh, dark elves. Dark, dark elves. elves. Dark elves. My bad. Don't don't at me, elf bros. Yeah, don't. don't. One warning. That's all you get. <laughs> okay, that's it. Okay. Um, yeah. 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 So they're they're all the riders are either Drake Spawn Knights or uh, the the why can't I think of the name? The Lord uh -huh. on Dragon, <clears throat> Dreadlord on Black Dragon. So I used all those oh, kits and, and kitbashed a bunch of different stuff there's some of the legs i had to use old metal models that could work because there's, there's in elves the the mounted riders they're pretty similar so the legs kind of are interchangeable across whatever you want to do so that's pretty tight yeah i do uh, like that a lot like um I, the photos may not uh, do them do them justice but like he he very meticulously sort of uh, like had where like they they broke and stuff because he was like cracked statues on the bottom of the ocean floor that were being reanimated with their magic and stuff um how did you do that did you really just not paint the joints or or did you really just not glue the joints or or uh <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a hacksaw um <laughs> yeah there's a lot of that i 
so you can not from this picture that you have up but like you can when you were looking at it you could tell like the first two three i did out they're barely scratched and there's not a lot of damage to them but then i was like screw this and i started just chopping stuff just, in half just going hard just breaking stuff and gluing pieces back on and really just kind of pushed it as far as i could so i think this is um, the warlord of havoc here right the two yeah, swords that's the warlord yeah on like the basilisk looking thing yep the guy who's like roasting marshmallows yeah <laughs> <laughs> is that a i did you saw up an idk uh boat uh for his uh his base no on? no that's that's the mirror worm from <laughs> forge world that's actually most yeah, like that okay so, cool cool but it, i mean talk about a perfect perfect fit right <laughs> right yeah decent yeah you said saw mark there yeah so he won it was it was it was a stunning army um and uh you walked away with the 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 warlord trophy for him so that was really cool um yeah. how so how how was your weekend how did it go i didn't really get to it was weird because like when you go to these events like i have my like regular friends uh that i i tend to gravitate and talk to at every one of these events and like you and ty are like in the rotation of like my regular friends i sit down and talk to i didn't get to talk to you guys at all this weekend yeah it's just <laughs> kind of one of those weekends where like who you're playing is really kind of who you're hanging out with because of how things like line up and then you finish a game you want to get lunch or you finish all the games take so long too we talked about this a little bit earlier but like each game goes the limit there's very few games even in an army like ours where i mean ours was a very much turn two army and if we didn't win turn two we lost and even those games still took i mean with we finished with like 15 minutes left in most games so but uh, it was great. I mean, we went in hoping to go 0 and 5, and we ended up going <laughs> 1 and 4, or 1 3 and 1. Um, so that was good. That was, uh, <laughs> you went in hoping to go underachieved, I guess you'd say, by overachieving. Um, See, there's that nice. there's that tie like self-deprecation. Like he he well, thinks he'll go 0 and 5 every event. No, I mean, with this being the the fifth time I've attended, I know like you want to take units with a high model cone and you want to have a diverse army that can do i've played on every table there i know what it's all about but my army wasn't tailored at all to do any of those things um and it truly was like i know we say this all the time like oh we're gonna go on five but we really went with a hundred percent mentality of we have this cool story we're trying to tell and we're just gonna have a blast and that's what we did so 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 weekend of success did you have a blast yeah yeah absolute blast here's amazing here's weekends where it's like really just needed it and it fulfilled everything that it needed to be yeah i um i i guess i i, I had some expectations just off all the stories i heard hey you got to go to havoc and you know all, all the friends i've made over these last uh, over a year now of tournament play and uh, like, okay, you got to go to Havoc. You got to go to Havoc. And I'm I'm a really big fan of the doubles format. Uh, yeah. I think it takes a lot of pressure off of the game for for like people who want to like get into tournaments. Um, and then I also think that like if you are like a like a gamer, you're gonna find like really cool cheeky combos between armies. Like I just I love the format. I think it's really interesting. Um, but you got to go into it with like like a like a, a sort of certainly like a, a lighter heart you know i think than than yeah than, than 2k um the tables i mean he says it all the time that the tables really play but the tables really play oh, like yeah. 
they're there you can't expect normal stuff to happen and i think if you went in with that mentality of like oh this is this is a competitive list it's one like it's blah 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 it's gonna not do well oh yeah you're gonna you're gonna get popped turn one by like the freaking pillar of doom table like it just yeah six holy wounds holy wounds are um if you haven't seen vince's episode recapping yet or or some of the other stuff out there um holy wounds are mortalest wounds there is no shrug in the verse that stops mortal uh holy wounds from happening there's there's nothing you just take them uh and there's always something on the table sometimes couple things that do holy wounds and uh and they can they can swing the game real fast. We should have lost. Uh, I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but I played against uh, uh, Mike Westendorf, uh, sporadic Mike, and uh, and Jeff uh, on double orcs. Uh, I I played on the the orc statue table, the spider table, and it's got basically like a foot of gork type ability where if you roll the four up, keep going. We we lose that game if I don't chain that that foot of gork three times and stop his <laughs> his his maw crusher off. Like oh, that's like we we lose that game. But his maw crusher just gets just gets basically deleted by the table effect and me running hot with just dice because I have a skill and my skill is rolling dice really well when I choose to. <laughs> um, <laughs> but never uh, go to LVO. Never ever well, go to LVO. Well, but the, uh, you know, I, uh, Haywell actually like kind of came back. He scouted. He went to LVO last year and he's he came back and he's like, yeah, it's just another forty k tournament. You don't need to go to it. And I'm like, okay, cool. Because I'm always looking for that like that something else. I, I love. I, I, I make my competitive skew pretty obvious, I think. But, like, it's not all I care about. And you can go to a... Here's a tournament pack. You go to it, and then it's just it's just a competitive event. I'm looking for that personality from the TO. I'm looking for that, that personality from the region. The personality of, like... the the I'm looking for that extra personality in the tournament, I guess is what I'm saying. And because it's not... You know, we constantly talk about the community of Age of Sigmar is one of the best parts about Age of Sigmar. Um... You could just say that on the surface level and not mean it, but if you mean it, then I think you're looking for those community elements in your tournaments. And how does that happen? Well, with good packs and good TOs running events uh, with their personality in it. And and Steve Herner, uh, every bit of his personality is all over that tournament, and he's a one of the best guys in the in the in the game. So, um, yeah. So. Uh, do you want to do a round recap, Tr- Tristan? Would you like to hear him go deep dive on his ra- his round to round conquests? I really, anguish? really want to hear him go deep. <laughs> very, very, very. Uh, I it's, even took notes right. for this, just for you. Yes. All right. Oh, my body is ready. Okay. So, point of order. I've never been to a tournament ever. Just okay. Because never been. if there's ever been one, I'm the one that's running it, and usually it's like, oh, we have an even amount of players. Guess I'll just hang out and drink chips or something and drink chips for, shut your mouth um <laughs> the, hey real quick can and you talk so, about what smarties are in canada yeah they're candy chocolate covered in sugar it's great that's the what opposite of america that's the opposite they're 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 candies sugar there's no chocolate yeah, i love it because we tart. i work in mm-hmm. a lot so i I've, i'm native to your land not native, but you know, I've been there many, many times. I love Winnipeg. Yeah. If you ever get a chance, go to Sergeant Sunday. Great Sunday okay. joint. Right by Cinnaboyne Park. I went to Bronuts. That place was really good. You ever been to Bronuts? I've never been to Bronuts. Uh, last time I was in Winnipeg, it was 2010. Oh, all right. I live anyway, there. Great place. Smarties, it's just I get it every time. I, I, I 
just blows my mind. Um, are, are you looking up Canadian Sparties right now, Andrew? <laughs> I no, I'm I'm trying to catch up, like uh, stay on top of chat here. Uh, like, what, yeah, they're okay. just like they're literally just like little circles of sugar. That's, that's, a, that, that, it's, that's America. It's a it's a circle. It's like a chalk, a tardy chalk sugar pellet pill. Like that it, sucks. They, they, yeah. they wonder why. Way like, better in Canada. It's just. <laughs> It's just... Well, you guys have Reese's Pieces, right? Like mm-hmm. peanut yeah. butter inside of the shell. No, that's, that's exactly not peanut it. butter in there. That's not peanut butter shut, in there. Okay, shut your mouth. Again. <laughs> I hate Reese's Pieces. Bad. Fucking what? hate them. Yeah, You're fucking hate them. They're the worst. Garbage. Worst candy. <laughs> worst candy. Na. It has the audacity to attach attach the name of the best candy to it, which is Reese's, which is Reese's peanut butter cups, best candy. And then they like they put the date, and then I get my hopes up. And they're just, they're little morsels of disappointment every time. I'm like, oh, oh Reese's, it's going to be like a Reese's peanut butter cup that's like the size of my, like, fingernail. And I'm going to eat it, I'm just going to be happy. No, disappointment every time. People have also said that you're a little morsel of disappointment, so I wouldn't go too far <laughs> there, my man. But Bryce, tell me more. It's true. <laughs> yes, yes. So I'd like to just real quick preface this whole conversation by saying, so three years ago at walpaca which is probably like up there for in the top five events in the world so that's my mecca right now because i missed out like when i finally was getting into the tournaments i'm like i want to go to paca because it just sounds like my tournament they do beer hoistings and stuff like i'm like this is this is my tournament you know and i didn't go uh and so like i just like i so now my expectations are building continue with your story and and uh so that i can be crushed yeah, no, so it was it was the first pack I had been to, and I just lost my friend the two weeks before, and I was, you know, going through a bunch of stuff, and I met Steve, and it was a pack of then, the first year that I was there, it was a 2K on Friday, and then a team's random team partner event on Saturday. So you, each game you had a different partner, and you played against two different people that had different partners each game. But anyway, yeah, it was wild. First game, I'm partnered with Steve, a guy I've never met, never talked to, didn't know at all, and we just, like, became best friends in our game. And he was talking shit about my green-painted high elves because they should have been wood elves and just, like, joking around and having a blast. And he invited me to come to Holy Wars, which uh, I'd heard about but never been to, and I didn't really understand what it was when he was talking about it. And so I signed up, got waitlisted, and ended up getting in and just had the absolute best time and have Steve now is a great friend of mine and we talk a lot about the hobby and just like life in general so Steve if you're ever listening you're the man and if you go to Holy Wars or Holy Havoc it's worth it alone just to meet Steve so feel like I got to do that justice anyway games first game we grudged Alex or Alex and John uh, Alex Gonzalez and the, the Alex G and every time I yeah, say it he says fuck yeah. you Andrew <laughs> fuck you <laughs> fuck you mephisto we've got a rapport it's great <laughs> yeah. uh, is this yeah. the guy that's on that show i don't like what do you not like garage hammer yeah garage that's hammer. the one is that guy yep yeah, okay, i mean so he, he runs adepticon so he does that too yeah yeah that also that also is up there for a sick ass thing i want to go check out yeah Continue. yeah, yeah. <laughs> just want to get my opinions down <laughs> okay all right <laughs> Uh, shots fired at, at the Alex G. Like uh, you can at Tomb King Tristan at Tristan Gray on Twitter. <laughs> shots fired at Garage Hammer. <laughs> Alex G seems fine, curmudgeonly but fine. 
As a fellow curmudgeon, oh, I can respect man. that. All right. I love it. Surprisingly hard word to spell. <laughs> I you see. I can spell it because I played. Uh, I played Vampire the Masquerade, and curmudgeons of you are. Vampire yeah, of course, the Masquerade. fucking. Of course, I did. I play on Dead. How this doesn't make sense at all. Uh, yeah. Um, and so curmudgeons are like the. Or it's like a, a cast of a, a cat, uh, like a, a cast of a vampire, and so I just like always remember how to spell it because of that. And then like above them is your antediluvians. Anyway, Bryce, how's it going? Your tournament? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Got grudged by the Alex G and John Wagner, and they were playing Daughters and Deepkin, and we sat down at the table, and I had played Alex and John twice last year at Holy Havoc. Um, there, Steve used to do this like little secret mission game after game three, where you'd each play 500 points, and uh, so that was so I played them twice, and they played the same shit last year. And Alex is like, the, their theme was uh, Team Danger Noodles and Company. Mm-hmm. So he's like, they like make a menu of their lists, and then you can pick the the like entrees you want to play against. That's and, amazing. Yeah, so I was like, he's like talking to John about, oh, how do we want to do it? Spicy or extra spicy or no spice? And I was like, give me that fucking extra spice, man. <laughs> and then he's like looking at me like n- knowing what we're playing. And he's like, you sure? And I'm like, yeah, it's extra spice. Thinking, oh, he's just going to have nine eels. Not a big deal. No, he had 15 eels. <laughs> I love, yeah. I lo- I love 15 it. eels at 1,000 points. <laughs> I like that it's like it's like actual like noodles and company when you go in and you like oh, order yeah. the order the pad thai or whatever and you can actually yeah. like up your spice level. Yeah, <laughs> and they so, like... gave li- little bowls like they had noodles and company bowls and they filled them with gummy worms and, and shit. So they had noodles in their bowl for you too. So that was great. Oh, so that's, um, awesome. that's amazing. What what table? Have... Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I, I, ju- I just as oh sorry, I'm I'm talking okay. over you guys. I'm go just going to continue doing it because yeah. why not? Cheers. Um, <laughs> I just went this week to my buddy's curry joint. He's from Trinidad and he's about five foot six and he looks like Thor. Um, <laughs> and he was like, "So, how spicy do you want your curry?" And I was like, "I want the spice." And he looked at me. He went, "You don't want the spice." <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna make that a meme now. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah. Uh, what table were you on, Bryce? Uh, the Oak of Ages, which is the big oak tree. Okay. That if you have to um, roll cool every table. turn, and on a four up, uh, it pulses mortal wounds. So everyone, uh, you mean holy wounds? Yeah, holy wounds. Uh, so everyone within 18 inches of the tree, which is pretty much the whole table, takes D3 plus one holy wounds, and then they get to reroll something i don't know i never got it my units were all dead before i even learned what the tree did um so yeah we got slaughtered um so uh, as you can imagine our unit of six eels compared to their two units that added up to 15 uh didn't go very well and then oh john john had like 40 snakes or something so no big deal Yeah, I, I so. just like that the spice they fit. must flow. I like that the spice must flow. That's right, nice Dune reference. Um, <laughs> I I like that they uh, they managed to get the uh, just I I respect how much the level of eel at a like one k and one k list event. Yeah, he literally had no heroes because his <laughs> warlord counts as a king. So he no, he had one unit of thralls. So he had fifteen eels, ten thralls, and his warlord, and that was his army. <laughs> a sick army yeah it was awesome and uh and uh ty was on stormcast right like 
yeah, 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 Tide, yeah, Tide yeah, okay. Plains Stormcast. His, his sharks there that you see, those were evocators on Dracolines. Sweet. So shark in the front is uh, the evocator hero on Dracoline. I'm for it. And I'm then, for it. Yeah. All right. So, Cool. I'm so, depth for Rosorian. So, so round, <laughs> so round, so you're, you're, you started out great. Uh, you, yeah, you massive run... zero points. <laughs> so, if we're keeping score, I'd, I'd follow along with the scoreboard here because it's going to be really good at the end. <laughs> uh, so you got, you got zero points. Uh, zero points. Uh, so then two, uh, round two. Did you grudge? Did you get grudged? How'd that go down? We, we got grudged by Greg and Marv. Uh, Nuts. Two of two of my favorite people in the world. Okay. Uh, Greg's from Lacrosse, and Marv is from uh, the cities. Um, part of that crew. Okay. Um, is they were the ones in the place? bathroom. Lacrosse is a place. Yeah. Oh, they were the ones dressed up like the dude. Yeah, yes. Lacrosse is Western Wisconsin. I used to live it's, there. It's near the cities. Okay. It's like okay. like. Wait, what's the forty-five city? minutes from the Twin place? Cities? The Twin, Twin cities. cities. The Twin Cities. Oh, Minneapolis and St. Paul. God, you and your Midwest colloquialisms, my Yeah, goodness. yeah, yeah. um so yeah we played them greg greg and i played at holy wars last year and there became this long-running joke he kept taking my beer and then not having a bottle opener to open it so then i would open my beer for him so now every time he sees me i have to open his beer for him that's amazing that that's the one see that's the one black eye on holy on holy havoc was the byob thing and and, and I just I gotta no, I gotta no, wait, no 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 I I gotta wait. I gotta bring it up because I gotta bring up how 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 Steve handled it. Um, that I barely remem- remembered it as a black eye on the event is a testament to how much of a fucking pro he was. Basically, and and you can attest to this because you you you're basically a legacy of the of the holy events. Um, they go to a, they've been at that particular venue five years. This is six six seven, years six something. or seven six, a long seven. time. And it's always been a sort of a BYOB event because they don't have like a bar per se. And so you bring your coolers in. You The coolers are what hold up your fucking display board. That was awesome, first of all. But yeah. that only lasted about halfway through round one because the hotel fell under new management. And out of nowhere, they decided they had a problem with, with open intoxicants in the room. And so you had oh. 30, you had 60 people all in a room currently drinking beer being told they had yeah, the, 9 a.m yeah well, right because it's, it's <laughs> hashtag Ooh. warhammer things um and suddenly uh we had to pause our, our our round one and drag our coolers all back up to our hotel rooms and stuff and it was like you've already gotten a, a, an idea for the flavor of how this event is um and you're just like and like now there's no beer and it was like I mean, this is like the the ultimate beer and pretzels event. I think. Well, yeah, beer and pretzels and, and has a little bit of a negative connotation, but like the spirit of beer and pretzels with hard is with hard nose competition. If you're looking for it, and some of the best hobby you're gonna see. Yeah, and they used to. I mean, the first year I went, I remember the girl at the desk was like, "Oh, we love having you guys here so much. You you get a little rowdy, but you're so much fun." And then, like, so the just like the flip that happened was crazy we they wouldn't even let us drink the coffee at the hotel all the of hell? us who paid 250 bucks or whatever it was to stay there couldn't have the free complimentary coffee that comes with your room what or the water what <laughs> yeah yeah we couldn't, be in the, you... we couldn't be in the lobby <laughs> we couldn't have the coffee we couldn't drink the water we couldn't have our own beer 
I don't get it. Yeah, so thankfully, Steve, like, skip way ahead, all this shit happened. Steve's handle it, handling it like a pro. Damn everyone, right. everyone, really. I mean, you know how people there like to drink, and people yep. in the Midwest like to drink. We all feel like we're very respectful, and sure, people put it in their water bottles or whatever, but no one was just an asshole about it. No one yelled about it. Nope. Everyone just listened and did it. Well, and that's the thing. is, like, he got in there, and he was like, he was on our side, you know? Like, the yeah. instant, like, that, that sort of empathy, sympathy, like, he was like, he's like, okay, guys, and he, and he, the way he handled it, and, 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 and gave the speech, he's like, finish your beers, you know, finish them, like, what you got, type thing, and, like, and then, like, we'll give you more time in the round, um, you know, we're pause the clock now, take your coolers up to the thing, and then, like, he, to compensate, he sort of moved the paint judging toward the end, so, like, Again, just a pro, just a pro taking a pretty big, like, blow in, in ter- from, like, outside factors and just rolling forward and yeah. and crushing it. It was, it was, like, I don't, like, this is, that's something where, like, there was a worst case scenario from that, you know? Oh, yeah. And that's not what happened. 100%. So, yeah. so it was just, it was really cool. And, like, I only now barely remember, like, oh, shit, I had to, like, I wasn't allowed to drink my beer yeah. and it, like i just now remembered that as as like a yeah anyway so yeah uh so round two we no longer have beer <laughs> uh <laughs> that's anyway, like and... i i knew something had happened online but <laughs> since he was like he was so classy about it that i didn't know that that's well that's the thing exactly like, what he, happened. He, he didn't shit talk the venue he didn't like he didn't do anything um I mean, you saw uh, sporadic Mike's like, oh, here we go thing with the survey. And I'm just like, do it. Being set, like Palpatine there. Um, <laughs> because it was, it was, it was, it was bad form on the hotel. It was, it was bad form. Sure. Like five, six, seven years of, of them running it this way. You could have given them a heads up. Hey, this year we're not going to let it fly. You're, you're bringing in 60 30 paying guests. Like... Yeah. 30, 30 <laughs> paying guests, 200 bucks a pop. Probably like, more. Th- I mean, I'm not, I don't know that everyone shared a room. So at least 30, probably more than 30. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah. Regardless, so, he found he a couldn't new even have the coffee. And, yeah. Couldn't even have the coffee. We had to have, Steve bought us all Dunkin' Donuts coffee because we couldn't have the hotel coffee. So props to Steve once again, but yeah. like that's, I've never heard of anything like that in my life. Yeah, it was it was crazy. It was crazy. So, but anyway, like again, I barely remembered it until you were talking about uh, the your beer story, and then like uh, yeah. it, 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 and then like Vietnam flashbacks. A Midwesterner <laughs> wasn't allowed to drink. I'm just like no, no. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I mean, that's and and this is a little sidebar. I want to say to everybody who plays tournaments, drinking in Warhammer are, are pretty fun. Um, don't be a problem. Like. If you can't handle your liquor, please don't drink at, and play Warhammer with me. Uh, you're knocking over my shit and breaking stuff. Uh, bad form. <laughs> but uh, public service announcement over. Uh, Steve handled it really well. Um, and now we're in round two. You're playing uh, the urban uh, uh, Lebowski's Urban Achievers. Uh, yep. They're yep. they're they're in bathrobes and wigs to look like the dude from the Big Lebowski. It was great. Yeah. Yeah, and that game we played on the we played on the Keltnar table, which is the the daughters of Cain temple, uh, and it's super cool because so there's a shrine in the middle of the table, and if a hero's within six inches of that shrine, they can make a blood sacrifice where they do D three plus one holy wounds to a friendly unit, and then everything within eighteen gets plus one attack until the next combat phase. 
So it's super cool. And uh, this is the so, cane table. The cane table, yeah. Yeah, this is this is my second favorite table of the weekend. Yeah, yeah. So it was. Uh, they had a lot of guns. I forget really what happened. There's one highlight that's super important. Um, so we're getting just just our butts kicked. But the table <laughs> objective is to uh, hold the middle, and we had held the middle. Oh no, the, the the big warp stone was in the middle on this one. So we had held that for three turns, two turns. And they had to come and take it from us to, for the next three turns to win the game. So we had like nothing left. I had my warlord, and Ty had I think two units maybe, and they were both almost dead. And we had done a pretty good amount of damage to their army. And Greg charges me, or Marv charges me with his. He shoots me up with his hand gunners, and I have one wound left on my warlord. And then he charges me. And he's like, "Oh, I got you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna finish this." And then I, <laughs> I told him in the beginning of the game, but he didn't know what it was. I had the cloak of midnight, so or the shroud of midnight, so I what? used that, <laughs> and I can't be targeted. And he was so pissed, <laughs> just screaming at me. And that's all he talked about the rest of the weekend. <laughs> Every time he saw me, he's like, "Oh, you got a cloak to use?" <laughs> oh man. Oh man, this, see that's great. I I feel like this is it's the type of tournament that just bonds are like strengthened or formed. It's it's yeah. so great. Um, so how so how did you finish? Did you did you actually we walk away with two points? Two points. So so yeah, go on. Tied it two to two draw. Oh, so you didn't get either of the warlord or other no, objective? Yeah, no, okay. No, tied it. Yeah. So so it's draws a draw though. Heck yeah, man. Yeah. When you're going for zero and five, the draw is kind of a disappointment though. So. <laughs> You gotta keep that in mind. Um, <laughs> oh man! So you were going for that wooden spoon, and you just botched it right there. Yeah, we ruined it there. I should have just not used the the shroud and just let it let it die. But you know, Ty wanted a W. You could see it in his eyes. So <laughs> the fire. Yeah, yeah. So round three. Uh, this will end day one, and then I'll do my day one. Uh, yeah. So round three. Well, uh, probably one of my top five favorite humans in the world, Patrick, uh, and Walter is who we played. See, so, I haven't, a, I, I haven't gotten to play. Great. I haven't gotten what? to play Patrick yet. Um, but um, I, I've heard the legend of, of Patrick, so I might have do to grudge everything him. you can to play him because right. he's just I, a wonderful human. One of my top favorite people is also named Patrick, so I feel like it just holds up. It's like you were there with me. <laughs> so this game we played on Steve's new table, which was the the temple table. That's the the cool water table, right? Yeah, yeah, the absolutely right. fucking insane water here. table. Here we go. So there, a, a rule that has since been There's actually actually Patrick in the shot right here. Um, oh, okay, perfect. Oh, yeah, there he is. <laughs> um, so, yeah, if you look at that picture, you see all those little grates? There's about uh, six of them. Yeah, uh, no, there's here. more because there's one in each each of the corners, so each of the corner tiles, and then there's four in the middle in the corners. Oh, my God. That those are pretty low. relevant because you, at this point in time, could teleport through those grates with any model, any unit, and teleport anywhere within, not wholly within, six inches of another one. Oh no! Not wholly oh. within. That means you can so, like. Okay. <laughs> so you can teleport anywhere on the table. In case that's not clear by where I said the grates are, you just have to have one model within six inches of the grate, and then you can teleport into combat. You can teleport 
three inches away. You can do literally anything. So they, of course, outdrop us, and we're like, hmm. Well, I've never lost a turn or a game on turn one before, but at least we're gonna know how that oh, no. feels. <laughs> so they literally lot on the streets. If, if you go to the next picture, I think I have it as the next picture here. Oh god! Uh, you'll see <laughs> their entire army has now been moved to our deployment zone. Oh, look at that! <laughs> So this is yeah. uh, so. Can you be in the water down here and stuff too on this table? Yeah, you sure can. You sure can. Okay. Um, so the the it's cool now. When it's fixed, it's even cooler. But at this point, uh, <laughs> the water at the end of the turn does D three plus one holy wounds because there's like cracking coming up and like pulling you back down. So it's super cool. Just a little bit of modification, which has again been made, uh, <laughs> but at this time it had not. So um, you know. Go, go, go on, go on. Finish no, go ahead, up. go ahead, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, the, the one thing I love about, uh, like, Steve's rules and stuff like that is, is I see a lot of my, like, when I, I GM, at, at, when I GM and DM tabletop RPGs, I do a lot of homebrew rules, but I tell every player when you're playing with my homebrew rule, you're always in beta test mode and I can change it at any time, <laughs> because I will go hard for the fun thing, and then if it's too crazy, I tone it down. Yeah, and so I feel like a little bit of that happened, and sometimes some oversights. But man, so this is where like things are dematerializing into like smoke, and then like coming up the vents like a oh, goddamn yeah. vampire. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And like I took notes, and I like I know you can't see this, but I tried to write down like what happened. And oh. most of my notes are like, oh, we we got top of one, then we bombed some stormcast, and blah blah blah, and blah blah blah. And this one, I wrote, maybe we'll get bottom of one, and that's all my notes. <laughs> <laughs> so did so, you <laughs> we did we did get to play believe it or not we got to go to our turn we ended up making it to turn three and we have four models left on the table like total so it, patrick's orcs are a lot scarier than they or they look a lot scarier than they actually are mm -hmm. and i was obviously playing deepkin so i had turn one cover so everything for me was okay ty had like nothing left at the end of turn one so he's got a, actually, a, it looks like a, a pretty decent conversion on his uh, Maw Crusher here. That's not the same. Yeah, he had like a huge uh, dragon head on it. Yeah, it like was a, really cool. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, oh, so, so that game ended really, it didn't <laughs> end as quickly as we had thought, but it, it still ended quickly and we uh, scored. I like your... I like your I like your boat uh -huh. placement here. Like it was gonna matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because really, on that table, there's nowhere I can put my boat. Like, there's literally not a space that's outside of three inches of another terrain piece. Yeah. So I was like, what if I just do this and make it look like some idiot tried to drive the boat under the bridge, and it's, that's why it's stuck here. <laughs> Love so, it. Yeah. Yeah. Man, so. Yeah. So if you're if you're listening to this on on Spotify or anywhere your favorite uh, podcasts are listened to iTunes, etc. Uh, there, there are a lot of photos up on 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 uh, on uh, Bryce's uh, Twitter. That's Moose Geek underscore uh, from the event. You can check those out. Um, these tables are now great. Is, yeah. is underscore spelt out or is it a underscore? It, the symbol <laughs> for an underscore. Um, okay. The get low line. Although I'm gonna make a parody account now. Uh, that is just Moose Geek underscore. underscore spelled out. Um, <laughs> uh, please don't do that. Uh, we'll report you. Daily Moose Geek? Uh, Moose Geek? Yeah, you, you're Daily Moose Geek. You're Daily Bryce. Um, <laughs> yeah, so so uh, so you're you're on two points for the day. 
two. Yeah. Two points yeah, yeah. for the day, but yeah. you played three. Two of a possible what? How many could you get? Four? No, uh, I think it was six per per, per game. Because yeah, you yeah, had so. two two points and so then two, two of one 18. points. Nice. Nice. So I wasn't sure. what I had no idea what the scoring was going to look like uh, coming into this either. So so I played for the win, but the win really didn't matter quite as much as the points. Had you looked at the pack at all? Had like had you seen I don't three objectives look, and stuff? I like don't that? look at packs before the event. What? Yeah, I didn't know. Like, cause it's like pretty iconic to look at what the tables do and stuff like that. I don't but know, the, the thing is, is like the, the tables weren't in the pack though. The tables you had to go on and read the card. Yeah, yeah, but I had shared like in the past. You would like at the end he'd give it to everyone. So he'd yeah. like if you want to play these tables at home, here's the what yeah. It is. Yeah, no, I mean, I, 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 it's a, I joke. I mean that I never read the packs, but I, I do. And the you thing do is, every is, time you, you competitive guys that say, oh yeah, I don't read the pack. No, well that it's, it's, just the, it's so when you lose, you're like, oh I didn't read the pack. Who cares? No, oh. no, it's it's the equivalent of in, in Magic: The Gathering <laughs> when you walk up to a table and you go, oh like, are you new to tournaments? They'll go like, yeah, I, I just borrowed this deck from my friend. They're lying every time. It's um, maybe. So there's a joke there. Um, no, no, I, I just joke about not reading the pack, but uh. Um, I read this one. It still didn't like all compute until I was at the event, though. If that makes sense, because you you yeah, like sure. m- like I I have that like sort of kinesthetic personality where I like I need to do and I need to you know yeah. to to figure it out. And like this is one where you can't, even if you read the pack, it's not like you know what's gonna happen. Like you can't comprehend what the some of the tables. Like I don't I, if you played on the worm table at all. Like you can't expect that turn five to be what it is so yeah the pack here doesn't make a lot of difference but real quick while you do your recap i'm going to feed my beautiful dog who was on stream earlier cool. and then uh i will be right back Odin my, yes. my dog um won't stop crying because you can hear my voice and he is too big to come down the stairs with me <laughs> how big is your dog how tall are you i'm six two He's about two inches shorter than you. You have a fucking Great Dane or what? Not got a Greyhound, but he's tall. Oh, oh. Fair enough. So if he stands up, like if he stands up on his hind legs, he's about even with me eyes wise, and he's taller than my partner. Nice. Fun. Yeah. Cool. Lazy um, bastard. Yeah. So um, so uh, so holy havoc. Uh, we got grud. Uh, I played with Halo. Um, you know the uh, good, the good, great Joe. Yeah, Joe, uh, Haywo, you know you know him as, perhaps as Haywo Twitch or for his really, really funny memes on YouTube. Uh, great, great memes. Great, great memes. Some of the dankest memes around. Um, so I played with Haywo. Uh, he brought Beast Claw Raiders because, of course, he did. And uh, he did get to play the Ma Tribe's book. Of course he did. But, but uh, there was a stipulation in the Holy Havoc pack that he couldn't bring more than two monsters. And uh, uh, so his list he had intended to bring was just three models. Uh, in, <laughs> unfortunately, unfortunately, he was forced to bring uh, uh, six models. Well, seven because of the Warlord. The man getting him down. Yeah, I know. I know. He was really upset that he had to play with four Mornfang. It was the worst. Um, oh. So he was. Why he was did he really, play Yetis? Um, I don't know why he didn't play Yetis. He just brought the huge horse feathers. I, I think he wanted to. I think he wanted to test out Mornfang to see if they got any better. I think really is what it was. Is is just science. So this is also another thing, and this will come into come into play when I talk about round three. Havoc's a great event for doing some list science. 
Like, if you have, like, a like some theory craft under your list, and you're like, I wonder if this combo works. It's actually a really good format for doing that. Um, well, that's so, cool. So he was Why on his... That? Well, I mean, because the way you are, like, sort of grudging and, he and headhunting, um, you're only on a 1,000 points, so you're not overcommitting to the whole combo or the whole army. Um, and then you've mm -hmm. got, like, a, a buddy to help you out. Um, plus, you get into just a, a plethora of bizarre situations that really stretch right. out and, and let you see that the combo you're going for in different from different angles. Uh, which is really the most important thing about, like, list science is, like, okay, I know this looks good on paper, but until I get it out in the wild, I don't know how really good it is. And maybe it has an Achilles heel you haven't thought of yet, uh, but then you get exposed to a bunch of different situations and you come to find all that stuff. Um, okay, love it. <laughs> yeah. So, so he, so, uh, so yeah, he did get to play with Maw Tribes. Uh, I don't, I, I have to apologize uh, because I, I, I picked up a lot of his negativity when he first read, read Maw Tribes. Uh, and like, I, I let that like resonate with me and, and stuff like that. So I got down on the book initially, but like the book's good. It's, it's a good book. Yeah. Fucking right. It's it so is. good. I, like I'm BCR. So I'm so happy with how good that book is. Yeah. It's a delicious meat about. Yeah, BCR maybe maybe got the short end of the stick in the book, but like if you're an Ogre Kingdom player, you're you're super happy about this. And like, there's a couple of really strong builds. Stonehorn got better though. Like at the end of the day, Stonehorn got better, and so you should just be happy. I think because I don't know how BCR took okay. a hit if every model in the army can now have an artifact. Well, Mornfang didn't get good at all. Uh, is like the main thing, and. Uh, <laughs> And uh, I don't know. I you you watch Haywo's <laughs> content for why he's upset at it. I, I I'm not the expert. Like it, you know. I defer to the wisdom of like people I think are experts on it. Um, no, I I think it's a, a good book. I think it's a pub stomper of an army in general. Where it's just gonna it's just gonna this is going to be it's gonna be thunder tusks all over again at your LGS. Just people mad at ogres. Um, and I have one thing to say to them: if you're mad at ogres, just get good. They're not doing anything flashy. They're just marching their meat slabs forward and fighting you like a man. Uh, which is exactly how the ogre player wants to play. So don't play their game. Like, come at them sideways. Chaff them up. Play the table. Like, etc, etc, etc. There's your... Uh, Learn how to play Lord, the get, Warhammer. I didn't want to say get good, but, uh, you know, get good. Uh, <laughs> you said that immediately, you turkey. I know. Uh, so... So yeah, he actually, got... here's a great idea. Yeah. Check out the Honest Wargamer, um, and check out their workbook because that will totally help you kick Get ass good. whenever yeah. it comes It'll to pub stomping armies. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stick with an army for a year. There's a lot of ways to get good at the game of Age of Sigmar. Um, listen to Rand. I, I just like I just like that um, workbook because it kind of lays out what you should think about before you go play a game. Right. And so you can do like a lot of that mental prep with it. And I think that'd be something that would really be helpful for people who are going to tournaments. Like, holy. Can yeah. Yeah. So, and then I was on, uh, then I was on Beast of Chaos. And, uh, so I actually have like a, a, just a fatty pile of Beast of Chaos over here. I've got a bunch primed and still sitting in my basement. And, uh, I have closing in on 3000 points of Beast of Chaos. Uh, I borrowed <laughs> 800 points from, uh, from uh, uh from Brendan because I did not get my stuff finished on time at all and this was like the great pox of the weekend for me because I have a great idea for my army I've got a narrative story and everything like that 
how they worship. Yeah, and I like the narrative. How they worship. Yeah, how they worship a fucking volcano and like threw people into volcanoes to, for power, and uh, then the necroquake happened. So they like harvested the heart of the of the uh, of the volcano, and that's their herdstone. So they carry around this. They carry around their herdstone with them, which is the heart of this volcano. And to keep the fires going, they have to constantly be throwing bodies on it and sacrificing and murdering people. And it's because there's a daemon prince, like, in the heart of the volcano imprisoned there that they don't know about. And they're on this, like, quest, essentially, for the, the one of the shaman in the tribes saw this upside-down volcano. Nagash's Black Pyramid. Um, and so they're on this quest to find this this Black Pyramid that they, they think is just a fucking volcano and will give them their answers. Um, and uh, so there's, like, whole narrative... Uh, when they murder people, they smear the ashes on their face and chest. So, like, they have, like, ashen skin and black f and, like, sooty fur. And, uh, yeah, so didn't get good. it finished. Didn't get it finished. Uh, you friggin' nerd. 100% my fault. Instead of painting... Unbelievable! Unbelievable. Thank you so much for the follow there. 100% my fault. In instead of, uh, instead of doing this, I ran a marathon. <laughs> and, uh, you know... And then I don't know you were running. What type of what type of shoes you got? Yeah, see a, a streaming marathon. You wearing those Hoka's? No, sock sock knees though. I, I run I, my running sock, sock, sock I knees. see. I've never been able to say that word right. Those Hoka things are weird though. Have you seen those? No, are those it the weird toe ones? No, man. Those oh. those are vibrants. The Hoka's look like you're running on top of like a very fluffy croissant. This is now we're getting outside of the the realm of anything I have an opinion on. Uh, which is weird for me, because I'm, I'm a man of many opinions, and I want you to hear that. say, I don't think I believe that. Yeah, okay. Uh, no, so, so yeah, I didn't, so I didn't get to bring my, my Beast of Chaos, so I borrowed Brendan's. Uh, I did get to run Grash Rack from the Beast Grave. Dude is legit. Yeah, 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 yeah. He is great. Uh, of course, I didn't get his retinue painted in time, so I did not have his free five extra bodies, which would have mattered every single game. <laughs> <laughs> uh so uh so uh so yeah anyway so so whatever uh didn't get my stuff painted uh i so i i went to the vault brendan opened the vaults graciously for me and i i borrowed some points but i, I knew i wanted to play my play beasts of chaos with joe's beast claw raiders because we're going to be team beast beast chaos raiders uh and we were um so i didn't take uh i didn't take a i didn't take a fray i thought at a thousand points of the fray eating my artifact was way too much of a compromise at a thousand points uh it was a mistake all weekend long uh i should have been all heard the entire time so lesson learned all my experimentation all my experimentation came on all heard all heard was great um all heard in all my test games and lgs games and playing against joe and stuff all heard's just been the way to go i missed it all weekend long uh i'm like i i took the knowing eye and said which is a command point on a four up every turn and uh, it was nice to have two extra command points a game, but I fucking never spent them on anything <laughs> other than running six. And I'm like, every time I looked down and I saw I'd have like four command points on turn three, I'm like, that could be extra summoning. I was like so mad the whole weekend. Um, so yeah, uh, so we, we go in gr round one. We actually played against uh, F and Christian Ware or Christian F and Ware. And, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. His buddy Ricky from uh, he I guess he grew up with him in Australia. Ricky now resides in in, in England or something, uh, and he came over. hasn't played Age of Sigmar in a while, or hasn't played Warhammer in a while. Has never played Age of Sigmar, 
Christian grudged us because he knew Joe and I would give him a, give them a good game and and be reasonable with people who haven't you know, person who hasn't played before. Um, so they were on double Seraphon, uh, and uh, we were on the Cain uh, the Blood Sacrifice Cain table round one, which was my second favorite table of the weekend. Uh, long story short, uh, he charged Ripper Dactyls, didn't didn't quite get in. And blew up a bunch of Ungors. Oh. Got countercharged by by Bestigors that were right there. He just needed to roll like anything other than a four to charge or whatever, and he would have got my Bestigors turn one and blew them off the table. Uh, instead, my my Bestigors got to swing back right in range of the Chaos, sh- uh, right in range of the Cane Shrine. So they had two. A- they had an extra attack base, making them three attack base. And they just, like, murdered all the Ripperdactyls. So just bad... He took bad beats there. Uh, Joe drove monster trucks around, smashing into, like, Seraphon crap. And uh, we went back and forth on the table objective because it turns out there's just a ton of Seraphon bodies. And then uh, he was going to do the classic Seraphon play, which is, at end of the game, flood the other end of the table with all of his bodies. Uh, except I held on to all my summoning points, and I flooded the end of his table with all my shitty-ass Ungors. And, uh, and, uh, so, and then Joe just turned his one model around and with a single, uh, stone horn, he killed, I think it was the engine of the gods and 30 skinks. <laughs> and so, so we went, we win that one. I think it's, I think we got like three or four points there. We, we probably missed one of the points. Um, and then we go into two. Uh, in round two, we played Paradox, which is a clever, the cleverly named team of two doctors, Dr. Alex Milonis, who will be on the show later, and my friend, uh, Dr. God, Joe. True. Dr. Jokes are friggin' terrible. Uh, so <laughs> good. Uh, they were on Zeech and Nurgle. Uh, pretty straightforward. I fought a slap fight with, uh, with Nurgle while Joe drove monster trucks around the table. Uh, <laughs> it, it, we end up winning that game because monster trucks are OP. Uh, in the game of Age of Sigmar, it turns out. Uh, Nerf Grave Digger. And then round three, uh, the the one I've been bragging about all weekend. Uh, we played against uh, Tom, Vince and Tom of Warhammer Weekly. Actually, grudged us. For oh, what's three. that? Yeah, can what's you show th- can you show your Twitter name really quick? Oh, my Twitter name. Yeah. So if you want to and and talk about how sweet I am, uh, you mm, can mm, you can you mm. can at me on at Mister underscore Meth, Mister. Mm-hmm. In quotation marks, undefeated against Warhammer Mephisto. Uh, for those of you not into the brevity thing, uh, that's your given name, correct? Yeah, this is this was uh, my mom bestowed this name upon me when I was born, and uh, it, I she, she knew me, you were destined. It, she knew my destiny when I. She looked at me and she's like, "This is the this is the man who will grow up to be undefeated against Warhammer Weekly hosts." And uh, and you know we live hosts. In... <laughs> so we played on the uh, the pillar table. And this Kathy's w- gonna mess you up, man. Kathy's gonna mess you yeah. up. Yeah, we, we played on the uh we played on the famous I'm e famous and undefeated. Like, I basically am just I everything's coming up Millhouse this year for me. I don't know how else it's to say it. It's been a great you know, month and a half. It has you know how been. Jacob Jacob and uh Joe always say like property of Rage of Sigmar. Do yeah. you own Warhammer Weekly? Now? I think I do own Warhammer Weekly now. They're a subsidiary of Rantcast, aren't they? I think I technically, yeah. I think that's how it works. I think that's how it works. Yeah. Uh, don't worry. They can start a union. They can unionize if they want. I'm woke. Like 
Um, <laughs> can you get cheaper merchandise or at least stuff that ships to Canada? I would love to get one of those coffee cups personally. I think my right? first my first you... act of owner of Warhammer <sighs> Weekly will be to get coffee cups. <laughs> can't wear white shirts on TV, but there's uh, oh. you see that? Yeah, there yeah, you go. like, like, I... like <laughs> no, um, no, this is. Okay, wait, time out. Did <laughs> yeah. you actually get that shipped to you, or did you get like go in person and pick I, that up? I purchased it from Vince at Holy War or Holy Havoc to support uh -huh. Steve's charity. <laughs> oh, great, yeah. great. Yeah. So that that's in person. So that's again yeah. no shipping. You could you could come and get it for no shipping. AOS coach here says that Touché. he thinks I get to take <laughs> one of the spots of uh, of either Vince or Tom on the show, like oh, wow. at my leisure. Who are you picking? Who are you picking? Uh, you know what? You I think I think I'm a little bit more of a more of a Tom. So I think my energy. No. no? I think maybe maybe each week you switch. Ooh, ooh, but I like that. The thing is, you have to grow the facial hair and grow out the like boy meets world. I, I gotta shave. I gotta like shave exactly both. the middle of my luscious thick locks of hair too. If I'm gonna play Vince, right? <laughs> or get a bald cap. Um. <laughs> No, this this game was great. Um, so they were on. So first of all, uh, the community can rest easy. Slanesh does not need to be nerfed. It it has been beaten by. I've watched it directly get beaten by Beast Claw Raiders, and the underpowered Beast of Chaos in the same weekend. Boom! Mind's blown. I know. Uh, so y'all just need to get shattered. Better. Yeah, yeah, crazy. No, we. So uh, what you're saying is Tom and Vince suck at Warhammer. No. No, no, we were we were like gonna get tabled the very next turn. <laughs> that's, that's, no, no, they're very they're very good players. Uh, uh, Vince, Unless they play you, uh, but we're just better is all. No, uh, no, it's it's just um no Vince Vince was I think it was obvious like Vince was really feeling the weight of this fucking band Slanesh shit, and so he was playing at like half power. Uh, oh. He he no it was it was it, like he he uh, he chased the depravity around the table. And, uh, you know, so, like, I, I set off a chariot. I, I just set a chariot and an outflank at the beginning of the game, and I, like, set it off. Wait, it's just a distraction chariot. He actually went over and killed it because he wanted the depravity. I'm like, all right, man. Like, <laughs> and, and, like, the, the thing is, is, like, like, we were having a blast the whole time. Like, some asshole called me a slow player on on, uh, on chat or something, and I just wanted to find them personally and uh, and reprimand them sternly. Because fuck you, I don't slow play. Uh, no, we were we were having fun. We were talking. We were joking. Uh, the the interactions between Vince and Tom are fucking hilarious on the table, where they're just like they're kind of like they're too, yeah, I want that. They're they're like panning each other as they're playing the game. I, I remember they outdropped us by an insane amount. I had eight drops. Uh, I wasn't even bothering to have a low a, a low drop count with my army. Uh, because since I can stash half of it in ambush, I get all the information I want, and then I just deploy accordingly. And being an army with wildfire Taurus, I don't really care who goes first or second. Like, most of the time what happens is people out-deploy you, and then they tell you to go first. And so I just put the wildfire Taurus out in the middle of the table and say, all right, come at me, bro. Um, so, uh... Um, actually, one question before we get a yeah, little yeah, bit yeah. deeper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are Vince and Tom more Statler and Waldorf, or are they more <laughs> of a George Costanza's parents in Seinfeld? Mm, I think it's a 50-50. Oh, wow. There's, Rip. there's, there's some, like, there's, like, the, there's, like, the, they're roasting you, but there's also, like, the back and forth roast between. Okay. We okay. had, we had such a, like, a really, it was, it was really, 
I mean, it's going to go down in history as one of my favorite games of Warhammer ever played. Uh, it, it, it was a very historical uh, weekend for you. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> like, in general, it was a, it was a, this month, this last month, uh, this last month and a half, two months has just been uh, very good for me. Ever since I sort of, like, realigned my perspective and, and, and set goals and, and stopped beating, Every... my, beating myself up so goddamn much, I've, I've had a lot Every... better, <laughs> yeah, go on. You're, you're, what are you saying? Um, ever since AOS Life Coach came into your life? Yeah, ever since AOS Life Coach gave me some some uh, gave me some some real real talk. Uh, ever since you started calling him AOS Life Coach, um, there's this car that drives around that has a vanity plate that says Life Coach on it, mm-hmm. and I keep thinking it's Margo here to come give me a talking to. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna and, get the and, gonna... and every time it's actually a different old Lebanese man. <laughs> a different one every time. <laughs> Yeah, just, then, no, just not him. It's the same one. <laughs> but, hey, bad moon, how's it going? Um, yeah, so, so yeah, we we played. Um, you know, they out deploy us. Uh, at, they gave us the turn. No, no, I think they did. They give us the turn. I feel like you should have been taking notes. Like, like if this like is going to be historical you record, Andrew will be telling your children. With you, you yeah, no, I, I think they And then g- you can accurately reflect yeah. what happened in your game. See, see, that's the thing. is like I, I, I swore that they gave us first turn, but I distinctly recall Tom saying the words, I want the turn. I want the turn. Like, I distinctly recall him saying that. But I think Vince talked him out of it, and then they gave us first turn. Because Joe shoved the pillar... So the pillar at the center of the table, which is the thing you got to score for the table objective. But, like, the thing is, is you throw it three dice six inches in any direction and it does a d6 holy wounds. So, like, you want to score it, but if you sit next to it, the, the opponent just on their, at the beginning of their movement phase hurls the pillar at you. Um, so, it. so it was, like, really awesome. So, like, I we went first, Joe threw the pillar, like, just sideways and away from Slanesh, essentially. Just put a little spin on it. Yeah, well, it's just a little English, right? Uh, threw it over to the side. And then uh, we run up the table, uh, you know, and just, like, I fan out my uh, fan out my screens a little bit, so on and so forth. Uh, and then they go. Tom takes a pillar and throws it straight back at Joe's uh, Warlord and his Stonehorn. And hits both of them, rolls the dirty six uh on on the mortal wounds does six mortal or six holy wounds full to dead kills joe's warlord and <laughs> charts his stonehorn to half so we have had we have had a great turn one so far it has been a fantastic turn one uh so like now the warlord objectives which are like your warlord has to do damage and shit uh my warlord is a spell casting warlord whose chief source of damage is an endless spell See, the spell itself does the damage, not my warlord. So I will never score any of those fucking objectives ever again. Uh, There's your problem. <laughs> you, uh, got, you got to take that friggin' wizard and get him to poke him with the pokey stick. Well, no, he. Uh, That's what you, you got to do. You get a gun. You get a gun. And Combat on your, wizard. On, yeah, so, like, I got a gun and I did a bunch of damage with my gun. Uh, but, like, so, yeah, whatever. Like, Coward. basically what ends up happening is... <laughs> is Joe and I just send waves at the Slanesh half of the table. Just like, here, kill this, here, kill this. Just delaying it as long Surf's as we can. Up. Yeah, just waves after wave. Like, I throw 30 Bastigors at, at it immediately turn one. And then we fight a little micro game against Tom. Uh, it comes down to basically the last turn. 
uh, that we're allowed. We get like the 15 minute warning and we're like just kind of playing fast because Steve comes over and he's like, uh, you know, like 15 minutes, like, oh shit. Like, so like we go into like overtime and like trying to like play really fast. Um, and one of the objectives for the game, so we had basically scored the table objective the whole time. Uh, yeah. You couldn't begin scoring until the second round. So we have two rounds yeah. of scoring it. They haven't scored it yet just because we threw it into our corner like immediately, right? Um, <laughs> and then uh, we just delayed Stone oh. Ash forever. By yeah. the way, so during this story, everybody should have Gary Glitter's um, number one smash hit sports song that is... Yeah, we love us the... Don't make me Yeah, Rant Gang, a.k.a. Chat Gang. Yeah, yeah. So, like, we throw we threw it into our corner. So, we've scored the table objective twice, and then we've scored what is the battle line objective. So, you elect a battle line unit, and it needs to do a bunch of damage. Uh, and then you just kind of track your damage. And so, like, I, I had a unit of Bestigore. Uh, Haywo was, like, Beast uh, beast Riders or whatever. No, it was just my unit of Bestigore. We, and then his Warlord, which is dead, was the one that was supposed to do the Warlord damage or some bullshit. Oh, no. It was a, a hero. A unit, a unit to do damage. And, and a hero. A unit to uh, live. Yeah. Or a unit to do damage within an objective and a unit to do damage, period. Yeah, right. so he, his unit to do damage within the objective was his stone horn that had been charted to shit, and then I had the uh, the battle line unit that was supposed to do damage, just period. Um, and uh, uh, Tom picked a unit of banshees to for his battle line unit to do damage, and he put it in the underworld, and he was supposed to bring it up on turn two, but he didn't, so he brings it up on turn three, uh, charges. We just have like all of our wizards and shit, like basically on the board edge, just get locked up by these by these spooky ghosts um and i'm winning i think it's seven and he's done like four and i do some quick dirty math and i look at my like wizards or something like that i did more than seven and it, it was it was it, i had to have been in like the double digits i think he was at seven uh and i look at like my the wizards and stuff and like that's pretty much all we have left on the table is these fucking idiot wizards uh, cause Joe's just fucking out the game <laughs> and, uh, and all my shit's been blown up. And, uh, and nice. I look at the, and I cast wildfire Taurus, throw the wildfire Taurus into my own wizards. And then I take the pillar and I throw it through my own wizards, effectively denying his banshees, the ability to deal any damage. <laughs> so like he can't deal damage to outscore my battle line now because there's no wounds available. Dirty. And uh, and then dice down is and then uh, and then di dice down is called. Uh, I felt like I got yelled at by dad, like Steve Harvey. Oh. And he's like dice down, like type. Thing. He wasn't stirred with it or anything, but like it was like, oh shit! Like we were still, you know, kind of talking it through. Uh, you know, they score, they go through and they score it up, and and uh, we win three to two because we got the table objective and we got the one battle line objective. If they had gone to the two more rounds that they deserved to go. Uh, they would have yeah. scored the table objective, and we would have pushed on that, so it would have, would have been a tie 3-3. Three, three. Um, oh, okay. They so would you got, still would have or, been undefeated. But I still would have been undefeated. And and no matter what the hate says, or how anyone wants to asterisk my totally legit and 100% can't be contested win, if you were to asterisk it, we still, would, we still would have tied. So, uh... So as it stands, undefeated is undefeated is undefeated, but also having beat them now. So, so that was great. That's how I ended day uh, yeah. day one. There you go. 
That's a pretty great day. So whenever it comes to going to a tournament and like, let's take this doubles one as an example. Um, when you get there and you do your tournament, what's the after like your three games? Like, what do you do immediately dinner. after your like dinner? Dinner with whoever you just played. You go, you go, like, um, it's been Love my, it. my ritual has been like, you know, like you run into the people like sort of as you're finishing up your game hey, yeah. where are we going to get dinner? And, like, you, you just go and get dinner. Uh, in this case, oh. we all went to Culver's. Apparently, Culver's is is the, uh, for for that particular tournament uh, and that particular group we ended up with, that is their ritual. They always go to Culver's uh, that night. So, oh, so we went wonderful. to Culver's. Yeah. I, had the, I had the pretzel uh, pub burger. It was delicious. Um, <laughs> it was fucking delicious. Very safe call. Yeah, it was, it was pretty good. Um, and then, yeah. Uh, all right, Coach. Thanks for stopping by, my man. Uh, yeah, hey, so, so we went there. Uh, I actually got to finally talk to uh, Mr. Strengthhammer himself, Chuck, um, at length because, like, I've run, I, like, I bumped into him at Adapticon, but it was like, hey, hey, I think I kind of know you. I think I kind of know you. And then, like, just kind of, it's weird the way there's like these like revolving circles of people you talk to at tournaments. And yeah, it's, and you it, didn't recognize him without his wig. <laughs> he had it on in game one. So. Yeah, he had the he had the the full Tayrathy cosplay game one, but it was it was actually cold in that room for once. Like it was the only tournament in the world that had a cold tournament room, uh, so he switched out of it. But he he kept wearing the the mighty fine hat. That's disappointing, to be honest. But yeah, we we went we we uh yeah we got to talk and, and hang out. Uh, uh, that's when we met. Uh, it was a uh, uh, Nick and Dan, which were friends of of Tom and. And, uh, and Vince, and then they basically set up a grudge for day two with us. Uh, this was their first tournament, so they played us round five. Ended, ended up playing us round five. Uh, while you're on the subject of, like, what's the ritual of the tournament, I firmly believe get to the tournament the day before. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. Getting there the night of going to bed, waking up, and going to the tournament is a is a worse experience. Once you're in tournament mode, it kind of, the days kind of move and fast forward. There is only Warhammer. Like, you okay. you play Warhammer, you have a lunch, you know, but, like, even that feels like it's accelerated. Unless you table your opponent, like, game one, you're, you're, you're like, your lunch is just about enough time to, like, order it, eat, and then get back in the room. Okay, so... And you're so, exhausted. So and you're I'm exhausted, flying, yeah. If I'm flying in for a weekend two-dayer, um, do I want to get there Thursday? So that way I have Friday to... If you can, yes. That's the greatest thing I've ever done is go to NashCon on the Thursday, or we yeah. actually went on Wednesday, and like just had those two days to just hang out with people. Yes. And as people came in, we could just hang out, chat, get food, have drinks, like that. That makes the tournament experience so much better. Yeah, I mean, it and... really is like a chore. Not a chore is not the right word, right? But like it's you're you're just occupied the whole time during the games, so you you almost miss hanging out with people like andrew said we I, I, at the end of the day on sunday i was like i didn't even don't even know if i said hi to you <laughs> yeah so so it's like having that extra time is is so nice yeah okay, and, okay. and like i said like bryce is one of my like my regular circle you know we, we live in the same state and everything like this, and like i i didn't even get to talk to him this weekend because it just you just you end up in these like you want those days is really the thing is you you want that day ahead to like actually hang out if you need to get into like a pickup game or something like that happens that day or like playing like some gods forge or like some other board game like uh, and that's like your chill time 
D and D. I know you guys did at uh, what was that Midwest yep. Meltdown? You did you did fucking D and Nashcon. Yeah, Nashcon. Yeah. You did you did uh D and D like the night before or whatever. Like yeah. get there the day before, and if you have the option to get there two days ahead of time, yeah, people will be there. You're in the hotel life. Like it's you can get a pickup game with somebody. Um, chill before it goes into like kind of fast forward. And the smaller events okay, aren't quite as, as accelerated as like something like Adepticon. Adepticon, I swear, you have barely enough time to walk your shit between tables. Even yeah. if, even if you table the opponent, all the other tables are playing, and so you don't, you can't even like get set, like move to your next table yet. You're just like, it's just you yeah. stop and then you hurry up and you go to the next table. And so like, so yeah, it's you you gotta you gotta you gotta get in there early. And you gotta like get get some like some like you time and friend time and community time otherwise you okay, might cool. otherwise you might not get any once that would say you any say... you just you're just at the whim of like of the schedule at that point yeah so. that, that makes sense it's the same with a lot of like any like uh festivals or anything like that like if anybody's ever played those like as musician or anything like you get there and then just boom all of a sudden it's sunday and you're like what just happened yeah yeah um one question that I always have is, should I be flying out? Because for me, I'll be flying anywhere whenever I go to anything. Um, like, well, you're if, on an island, so that makes yeah, sense. Well, yeah, and like for the most part, any tournament that's going on, I have to go probably eight hours on a plane or something to get there, or like five, I think, minimum. Um, so would I want to... Yeah, <laughs> just just a one-dayer. Yeah. Just fly, fly and fly out. Um... My question is, would I want to s fly out on the Sunday evening? Oh, like, God. I know a lot of tournaments. No? no? 100% no? Monday. Oh, okay. If you have an eight-hour flight, you, I mean, you finish most tournaments at five, and you just don't want oh, that. So, you, yeah, yeah I, would, I would fly Monday. I know that's, like, so that's what I've done when I've gone things five or more hours. And I know, like, that's what Chuck did for Havoc. He came in day early stayed a day extra left on monday and you just have the whole day to travel and like if you can afford to take the time off to do it it's it, it just makes the whole experience so much better because you're not rushed you can sit down and talk to whoever you want to there's usually people that like if you come somewhere and we're there I'll stay an extra day we can hang out the night of the night after whatever it is like there's people when people make it a big trip people will take the extra time just to spend the time with those people that we never get to see so yeah. that's tight i know i really want to go to something in the next year um i was planning to go to capital city bloodbath which is apparently a great tournament in ottawa ontario okay the capital of canada mm -hmm. it's for me it's like it would have been an eight hour plane ride but then i was asking if my, i could play tomb kings because they were in the general's handbook and the tournament organizers was like nah you can play oh, legions and a gash and i was like thanks dan <laughs> and so i skipped it i skipped out like it was going to be my first big tournament i was super excited and then whenever it was no you can't i was just like okay cool I'll just take my ball and stay home if a flight to ottawa was eight hours what's a flight to chicago like 10 oh, okay well, because it was just fly over it's, the it's the stop yeah and then you just keep going yeah it's like around there i don't know it depends like i think with time changes it might screw it up i don't know off the top of my head right on so uh so day two um we played the game we should have lost the hardest uh round four was against mike westendorf sporadic mike uh -huh. and uh jeff i have played mike in a doubles before 
Uh, he yeah. beat me in my first ever doubles game where I didn't know activations were simultaneous. Uh, he was playing with uh, Tom McClure, who is the nicest guy in Warhammer. Uh, <laughs> and it was uh, against Heiwo and I on Legions of Nagash at the time. Uh, it was a 1250 event, so I actually brought Nagash himself. 40 skeletons and a unit of dogs. It was the greatest <laughs> To ever. a 1250 event. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, so we, whatever. They won that game. Uh, Nagash did not die, though. He just couldn't beat, like, a whole army by himself. Uh, the, uh, so yeah, this is, like, a little bit of a revenge game. Like, now I know how the game works. Love it. Uh, but they went, uh, they went, uh, they were double orcs. They went all, they went for the double as their strat. They bet, they bet, they bet the farm on that double turn. And, uh, it worked. Uh, Heiwa was basically tabled turn uh, turn two because they got there and then they won the double and they, they tabled Heiwa. So then I just have like 30 Bestigors and like my command squad in a corner by my Hearthstone. And I have to go 300 on them. Like Sparta, like fucking Leonidas. And uh, I get lucky with the... I was kind of talking about this before. I get lucky with the table feature to hand... It's essentially like a foot of Gork his Maw Crusher off. So then I get to play a real game, and uh, <laughs> I keep just summoning uh, unit of Ungors uh, uh, on the corner for the table objective, like way the hell over here, to just like keep sort of Jeff's army going back over there to like shore up that objective, and like wicked obliterated my guys in there. Uh, and then I did the, uh, basically the Seraphon special, which is at the very, very end of the game, I summoned 10 Ungor, uh, Ungors on the other side, of, on the different table objective or the mission objective which was like you had to get to the rally point and just yeah. summoned him onto the rally point and like hey stole the win like just 100 nice. percent stole it stole a game that we should have been also Ooh, tabled on. Over there. so that one was really funny um that was a that was a really fun game though like we were like shit talking the whole time mike gave me a die because i was talking about like how beasts of chaos are like the most metal army in the entire game There's did you eat it no, 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 no. That's no. I want to encroach on Jacob Barry's brand, uh, like Damn. that. Uh, no, he's like he looked at my herdstone. He's like the die you are using for your D three dice rolls are not as metal as they could be. And he hands me a different D three that exactly matched my paint scheme. It was black with the red numbers, like my herdstone's black with the red numbers. This is like a really awesome game. Love um, it. I would play. I would play Mike anytime, anywhere, at any event. He's a great guy, and Jeff is a uh, like pretty freaking cool too we've played i played his idk at, at adepticon uh at night on knife to the heart really humble uh really good hobbyist like really really into it so so that was a, that was a lot of fun um and then five we played against uh nick and dan it was their first tournament ever though they weren't like noobs to their army so they they knew what was up they played them well um and we got a draw on that one so we got a uh Really, that, really not. Uh, was that Tom's friends that he spoke about on Warhammer yeah. Weekly? Yeah, we played against nice. them in, in the last game, and I finally got to put my money where my mouth is about being a community ambassador. Um, I actually got to do that twice because uh, Ricky as well was kind of new, and uh, you know, like people get mad about like slow play and not knowing your rules and so on and so forth. And yes, 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 I do implore you to get your practice games in. Don't show up with an army you've never played before if you've never been to a tournament. All that stuff I talk about, but like. 
I'm not going to, like, bust your chops if that's what happens. You know, life happens and you end up at a tournament. And these guys certainly weren't in that category, but they, they knew their armies. Um, and uh, so we got to play them. Uh, it was really fun. I, sp I spent a lot more time talking to Dan than Nick, unfortunately, so I, I, I kind of, like, vibed with him a little bit, and, and we were just talking in general. Um, Dan was your favorite, okay. <laughs> yeah, Dan was totally my favorite. No, it was the Cleveland. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, Nick was wearing a, a Cleveland Browns jersey, and I just couldn't. Um, uh, Miles, uh, you had to console him. Yeah, I couldn't get around that. No, I'm kidding. Uh, no, we we, we played we, we played the game. Uh, uh, it was that table was the uh, Skaven table. We we both got the Warlord objective, or the we both got the main objective, which is free the person. Uh, I deployed poorly, uh, allowing them to just like get it for free because I I thought it was three inches off the model. It was, it was three inches off of the zone, which ended up being thirteen inches. Like so, I would have zoned better, uh, but like that's on me. Uh, they played exactly how they should have. So we they got that, we got ours, uh, and then we pushed on the table objective versus the like unit objective thing, where like these little markers these little like warp stones fell on units they fell on their units every single time <laughs> like so it's like on on your turn roll a die and then like one to six compared to the chart like a unit in your territory an enemy unit in your territory an allied unit in your territory an enemy unit in their territory blah 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 every time it ended up on one of their units and they just like ran them into a corner and hid them and i'm like all right cool <laughs> like they again they played how they should uh it's just like it was unfortunate that way there was no way to like interact with that part of it um but yeah so that was uh was a cool game apparently uh yeah it, it was a cool game and uh again a money where your mouth is moment for me to like to be an ambassador and like and just be nice to people trying to get into the tournament scene and be like hey you know we're not all whack assholes just trying to crush you and think you're a free win we're, we're just i'm just here to have a good a good time Love it. That so, sounds uh, awesome. So, uh, Bryce, how was your day two? And while you go through your day two, I'm going to go talk to Molly real quick because she Ooh. birthday party stuff for Colin coming up next weekend. Molly, oh. Molly. Bye, Lou. So, uh, yeah, so game four against not just my two favorite people in Warhammer, but probably two of my favorite people in life in general. Uh, I got to play Domus and Tom. Oh, nice. Um, and they're they're both good friends of mine and one that ty um really likes too so we wanted to make sure we got a chance to play them uh, that's great i've heard like the interactions i've had with domus online have always been super sassy and i appreciate that <laughs> yep yep uh so they they were playing domus had a bunch of uh the flesh eater courts that scream at you Gross. i can't think of their name right now but you know mm -hmm. what i'm talking about Nah, Crypt Flayers. Yes. So he was a super fast army against my super fast army. They uh, deployed back thinking, or we gave us top of turn, and we moved up, or no, we moved back, and then they moved up thinking, you know, if they get a double turn, they can't get everything to us. Turns out we got the double turn and got everything to them because I could run and charge that turn. Hey, so hey. Domus was like, oh, fuck, we lost. And I was like, no, you didn't. You uh, I have six heals, man. Just you wait. <laughs> six heals. I did kill one full unit of six uh, flares, and then they uh, proceeded to take their turn and yeah. everything else. But we were playing on the Skaven table, which is super cool because 
there's uh like the warp reactors there's three of them across like a diagonal oh, across the that table's awesome yeah. like i just can't get over how cool yeah like whenever steve goes off on a table it's just bonkers oh, yeah. and that's just me from literally three time zones away being like i know oh, and then you you see him in person and it's like holy shit <laughs> it's even better than what you expected night andrew so, good night andrew um so yeah you you pray basically on that table too or you uh, get blessed whatever skaven believe in and uh know, just doing this with their tails and <laughs> saying 13 a lot <laughs> like, it's like prayers yeah yeah on a four up you uh get but to fight sticky. when you die so what? okay that's insane yeah so basically everything that i killed Every of his got to fight and then i got to fight it back which is how i was able to kill his whole unit <laughs> and then he killed nice. uh, i actually rolled really well for my saves but then we lost the turn and then everything went downhill but just a blast <laughs> like, and then it all went downhill from yeah. there i think we ended up we ended up scoring a point in that game somehow too i don't quite know how it was but somehow it happened so, it was all a blur i couldn't yeah. even write it down in my journal <laughs> yeah i wrote down us one them seven so <laughs> <laughs> the, the description really it just brings back like an, yeah. and friggin Mephisto I, thinks he's the writer hello yeah i wrote top of one us top of two us then i died all my <laughs> bottom of two <laughs> and then i died <laughs> so oh. but that's where that super cool picture came from of my eels under like under the bridge like oh yeah yeah that was back. that was a great shot yeah that was a cool picture so that was the aside from the wonderful opponents that was the highlight of that game wow. uh, <laughs> oh god <laughs> I, I got the shot bro <laughs> uh so that was game four and then game five uh, we moved back to the daughters of cane table and played against uh a couple names you just heard mike westendorf and uh jeff Okay, can we get a bit more descriptions on Jeff? Yeah, yeah, I'll tell you all about Jeff. Jeff. I'll tell you all about Jeff. I like. I wasn't comfortable sharing Jeff's last name because he's not necessarily a community. community It doesn't have to be like what his last name is, his social security number, stuff like that. I just want to know who this guy is because right now I just have in my mind a picture of the dude named Jeff that lives around me, and just like great. So actually, shouts to Jeff Lackey. He's my guy. (laughs) I make fun of Jeff all the time because his Twitter handle is super close to Tyler Mangle. Yeah, oh. mangled minis instead of yeah. mangle minis. Yeah, so oh, I make fun of him all the time I've actually tweeted that. at him before. But he, yeah. he he didn't know when he did his Twitter handle. That's what he says. That's what he says. You think so? <laughs> <laughs> no, he seems like he didn't actually know, but I is met it, him the first time. Is this a medium pants scenario again? Yeah. <laughs> it might be. That there might go. be it. Um, yeah, so Jeff Jeff is a really good painter. He... he, uh, he they make fun of him all the time because he watches like Vince's and Warhammer TV videos to learn yeah. how to paint, which is what you should do because those are great resources. And hey, why, why, why do people make fun of him for it that? It just it, like you know how you know people just make fun of each other for random stuff. It's not actually it, like a like they're is, is, Je- is Jeff the human punching bag? Kind of, yeah. Okay. <laughs> he's he's a he's a good hobbyist, but then like all the other hobbyists are snarky with him. I guess like it's uh, the, it's, that, it's that it's that hobby elitist thing going on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the worst kind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Jeff is great. He's also super super bad at rolling dice. 
Oh, yes! Nice. Nice. was kind of his strong yes. point all weekend. He charged the Mokrusha into my Warlord and managed to do one wound. Not, oh, no! Not one through, he did one wound, which I saved. Wait, what? So he no. did zero, zero total damage. <laughs> I, uh... With the Mokrusha on turn one. <laughs> yeah, his, uh, uh... So I mentioned how I kept throwing, throwing a distraction battle line into the corner. His Mokrusha yeah. would fail to kill them. Like <laughs> that that's right. Yeah. Like we stole, we stole game four. Like we stole it uh, yeah. with with the table thing being awesome and Jeff's dice just just betraying him. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah, this anyway, game. Yeah. Was Jeff so, using faction dice or what? He was using the the face hammer dice. Those <laughs> I kept calling them green, and he's or no, I kept calling them yellow, and he kept saying no, they're neon green. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, so you, so which is the problem. You gotta, yeah, yeah. He has to get Team England dice. <laughs> Ty's also colorblind, so he kept asking what dice were marking the wounds, and, and Jeff would say, oh, the yellow one. And Ty'd be like, can't tell if it's fucking yellow or green. <laughs> 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 but this was, so this game was, was... That explains a lot about Ty. Continue. Yeah. This was nuts because, like, in the center of the table, there was a prisoner, or two prisoners, one from each army, and so they took a hero from the army. And it was in prison, so you didn't get to use. So I put my Tidecaster, and Ty put his uh, assassin in prison. And our and like you know, each game we picked one thing like that we really wanted to do because we knew we couldn't really score more than one or two points. So we yeah. focused on that one or two <laughs> things. Um, and for this game, it was the prison break, which was like what it was all about anyway. So we're like, yeah, we're gonna go for this. We're gonna get these guys out of prison, and we're yeah. playing. We're back on the the cane table again. Ja Jailbreak, Jailbreak by Thin Lizzy plays in the distance. Continue. Yeah. So on. Um, we're in the realm of shadow, and if you're familiar with the command ability, it's the bridge. Yourself, board edge yeah. to another board edge. Oh. So they moved forward, and we're like, "Ooh, is there six inches of room in the prison?" Sure, shit, there was. So we teleport <laughs> into the prison. Each had a command point. Each teleported to opposite ends of the table, and then used an endless or one of the realm spells to move ourselves again. So he moved his. General, with his command ability, to the prison, used the spell to teleport himself back over to the other side of the table, and both of the heroes in prison teleported out of prison to the other side of the table. So it was the most epic jailbreak of all time. Wild. <laughs> yeah. That's insane. That's oh, what I tried to capture in this picture. Like, you can see my Tidecaster way on this edge of the, close edge of the table, and then Ty's is way on the other edge of the table, and it's like, yeah. It was great. Oh, Starcross lovers, it's too bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then we ended up actually scoring uh, a point in this game as well because it was it was the drop uh, warp stone stuff on units like Andrew was talking about. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, Bullshit randomness. My... No, go on. <laughs> <laughs> my warlord did a bunch of damage to those units, so we ended up uh, capturing this one. So we uh, netted the tournament with four total points. Amazing. Nice. And you were right. You know what? I expected you to get over a D6, and I was shocked. <laughs> yeah four points it was uh it was whatever flex on them with your trophy scoreboard <laughs> yeah it's true I, see i'm 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 happy we went we went 401 like I, I like i was happy with like the the victory thing the points were like a means to an end if you cared about like the big trophy at the end i cared about winning games 
with Beasts of Chaos and Beast Claw Raiders. Hold on. Yeah. So, this is the only tournament, I think, in the world. The first trophy that they give out is the Battle Points trophy. And then so, nothing else. So, it's it's the big award, yet it's the most meaningless. Steve even is like, yeah, we because people ask, but I give it out first because I care about all the other ones. Yeah, well, and, and that's the thing is, like, it, it's... Oh, man, like, you got to try for it, that's true. But part of it is, like, the tables are, like, they just can steal games and wins and, like, oh, just yeah. the way the tables play. And that's what makes it fun is because it's a puzzle that you're solving in real time as opposed to, like, a, like a linear plan that you have going in and you stick to your strategy, you know? Yep. And that's what I thought was – that was the most fun for me is, like, someone who likes the, like, cerebral element and solving puzzles. Like, it was – you know, I'm, I'm basically the Dr. House of, of, of Age of Sigmar. No. Um, no, it's like the tables are a puzzle to be solved. And that's what's, that's really fun. It's a, it's a, it's something that no other tournament really has going for it that I've been in anyway. Where, like, the, the table is a puzzle. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I, I loved that. It was like it was like someone saying, here, have a Rubik's Cube. Oh, now push your bottles around on the, on the, on the table. And I'm like, oh, yeah, and like I'm trying to solve the Rubik's Cube and, and push models around. It was great. I agree. Mm-hmm. Love it. Well, that's that sounds awesome. Gosh, this, this tournament seems like it was a whale of a time. Oh, yeah. So, do you have a... I, I always like to ask this. Do you have a non-tournament-related moment that was a highlight for you? Uh, oh, Bryce? great question. Great question. Non-tournament-related... Yeah, non, I should say non-game-related tournament thing that was a highlight of the weekend for you. What was your favorite part that was not in a game? Yeah. Well, so it part is I traded my Skaven army. You tra- so that was really you. Good. You cut out. You traded your Skaven army for an over ogre army. Okay. Hey, topical. What's so, up? So yeah. So I have now twenty hundred points of ogres, <laughs> uh, which is good. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Get uh, large. But it's a large you know, deal. <laughs> it's it's not just. Uh, because he's my friend, but getting to spend a weekend with Ty. Like, I know people think all the time that I'm from Milwaukee, and, like, I'm a guy from Milwaukee. I used to be. I lived there, uh, you know, four years ago now, and I so I don't get to spend a ton of time with those guys. And any time that I get to just spend a whole weekend with, with Ty and get to just hang out and relax, and we've been going through some stressful stuff lately, and it's just the, the escape. And I'm always, it's always the people for me, no matter what the event is. Like, I don't care. I truly don't care that I scored four points. Like, it yeah. doesn't bother me at all. I'm mm-hmm. uh, super stoked to win the award, which, I mean, probably is the biggest thing from the weekend. Uh, it's, it's for me, the holy awards are something that I always shoot for. And to, to win that award with people like Vince and Tom and all the other great people that yeah. were there, that was. I, I love how sheepishly you did that. Uh, maybe it maybe it might be <laughs> the biggest award at I, the like me, my top one, two uh, hobby tournament. You know, yeah, my, maybe. Well, I mean, it it is validation. Like I remember calling you a hobby hero in in one of one of the rant casts you were on. You've been on three now. I don't know if you're keeping track. Um, three time. Yeah, the three time. <laughs> three time. Three time. I'm only at two. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So um. One of them, and you, you kind of like, like laughed a little nervously there. I'm like, no, dude, you really are like one of the like. If I have hobby advice, I've got a, f- a handful of people I'm gonna ask questions, and you're one of them. Um, you never ask me questions. Yeah, because you play Tomb Kings. <laughs> All you do real, is no. paint Tomb Kings, man. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> if I if I need to know how to do a sandy base, I'll come to you, bro. Well, actually, my bases suck. <laughs> well, Bryce's bases are great, by the way. Like, I know it's really annoying. We we actually bonded over that in like a in a chat over Rantcast previously. Is like is basing gives me anxiety more than painting. Yeah, hundred oh, percent. I fucking love basing. I will I will not I will not progress with an army because I don't know what base to do with it. Right now, I don't know what to do with my OBR. It's okay. I'm gonna blue tack them into my my handy dandy paint, uh, paint grips, uh, and paint oh, we them can that talk. way. But we I, can I, talk. yeah, we'll oh, we'll we, do we some. Talk talk. We'll do that. Grips? We can we can do that off. Uh, we can do that off stream. We'll talk about the paint grips and and you can give paint me grips? you can give me some uh give me some paint, paint uh some basing ideas for my OBR because uh I'm I'm gonna be more ambitious than I've been with with anything so far. I'm I'm gonna be ambitious uh because uh this I'm probably in this army for the long haul. So yeah. I can't be upset with this first batch of Mortec Guard because I just foresee future Andrew selling off an entire army and buying the new boxes again to get them up to like what, what my <laughs> new standard is of painting, you know? So, so I'm going to go hard. Um, no, it, uh, yeah. Uh, so you, you walked away with a great hobby award here Paint and groups? in, in one of the hardest hobby, Paint you know, groups? focused tournaments, I think. And, and that had to be like a really great moment of validation. I I just think so. Yeah, paint grips. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it truly was. I mean, just just when it was like when narrowed it down to the top three, and like to see my model posted next to Vince's model, and like not to everyone thinks Vince is a great painter, right? Like, there's he no is. question. But yeah. like, I I learned a, a ton of painting from Heath, who's someone probably only like three people that will listen to this know he used to manage our gw and like taught me tons of stuff yeah, he was but, at bruce city yeah yeah but then i mean like i watch hobby cheating videos like every night to go to bed <laughs> i'm just <laughs> constantly watching I don't... Well, so, so you your model was sitting up next to one of your heroes yeah so so in the yeah. sense that i got to beat one of my content creator heroes so that it's yeah. almost like I make as good of content as Vince because I beat him on the table. <laughs> you got to put your your great hobby model up next to to a hero. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, I get it. I get it. <laughs> I get it. It was see. I, I mean, it was it was it was a weekend of validation for 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 a lot of people. I think it was it was a good weekend. Um, my. Favorite also, moment. Fuck you, my army's really nice. Shut up. <laughs> no, you you actually do have some great looking stuff too. Uh, can attest. Um, he actually ended up raising about three thousand uh, dollars for home for a charity for Essen House. Yeah, Essen that's House. amazing. I love that. Uh, he he had had like going into it like around it was like eight k or 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 or. or like 7k and he went can over we say can we say what he said he said we raised over 10 grand get someone who recently came out in the closet yeah oh the closet oh yeah we're gonna get them a closet they're gonna get their own closet because we raised 10 grand someone's gonna get a co we're gonna clo sponsor someone for a closet and then like the whole room no it, like they get like a little starter home and like it was, yeah. yeah it, it's, it's way better than a closet, but it was just that was a pretty funny. What? <laughs> no, like there, Good there. God. It, but yeah, so it was like for for the the, the uh, what was the charity? Gone. Hessen House. Hessen House. Yep. Yeah. Have yeah, we so. had a sub yet? By the way. Uh. What's I, it? No sub. We have had bits. 
but God. no subs. No okay, subs. If we you, get you, a corgi on camera, can we get a sub? Can we get a sub if there's a corgi on camera, folks? If, a... if we get a sub, I'll go get a greyhound. There we go. Look I'll at that. Two, give, two, uh, he really wants a treat. So two, two doggos for the price of one sub right now um, being offered. And and Odin will get a treat. So bribery. Um, I will give Rico a Hawkins cheesy. <laughs> Hawkins cheesy. <laughs> um, there, yeah, so um, no, I mean, so there, there, there's... It's become a trend in a lot of these Age of Sigmar <clears throat> tournaments to have like a charity that that they're sort of working for. It's amazing. And I just have to say that, you know, I used gaming for so much of my life to escape poverty and like, and and mental health issues and stuff like that. Like, <clears throat> I I became like gaming saved my life in in a sense <clears throat> because. I'm an abused kid cliche. You know, I have my goth phase. No one's surprised by that. You know, Bucket Ninja with a tier one sub. Ooh. Yeah. I think, I think there's going to be double Look doggos it. now. Look it. I'll be right back. All right. You got to go get a Greyhound while I'm on this, this little sidebar should, here. Should we have Odin say thank you? Odin, can you say thank you? Odin. Speak. Speak. <laughs> I'm going to do it from my lap. Get down. Come here. Sit. Speak. Okay. We got to... Speak. For those of you on pure audio, it's an adorable speak. corgi. One more time. Speak. <gasps> there, there you go. Is. There we go. Um, thank you so much for that sub. Uh, enjoy the emotes. There's a lot of them. Folks, go ahead and spam. Uh, spam all those emotes. Let them know what he's got. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, um, like I, I used gaming to escape um, my my situation. Um yeah, I, again, it, you know, mom was bipolar, dad left before I was born. If you follow me for any degree of time, I don't hide any of this about me because I think it helped make me who I am. Uh, and I'm pretty, I'm pretty okay with who I am now, but like I had to have help getting here. Uh, and, and my mom, there was one night we actually like got, uh, you know, my mom got pretty bad, badly beat up and I ended up, and I got badly beat up too, trying to protect her. And we ended up in a hospital, uh, and from there, we ended up in an abused woman's home. Uh, and shortly after that, we ended up on the street. Um, we, we, we lived in a hotel for a little while because my mom knew the manager. Um, you know, it was, a, it, was a, it was a bad time. And, you know, that sort of stuff compiles and contributes to a lot of, like, the mental health issues I have. So that he was, this charity, you know, help. When a kid goes hungry, you don't realize what it does to them mentally the the fear of uh the survival instincts all those things that happen and so for this to this charity and, and then bruce city also had for for the mental health milwaukee these two char charities were just like they really hit close to home for me and so it was like you know i bought my my charity die and i, I wasn't very liquid at the time so i could only buy the die and I, I couldn't really buy a ton of raffle tickets and i'm like i'm like man you know but like that that other people stepped up and, and like, it, it was really awesome. And I, he was getting choked up there kind of like talking about it. And I think it is great that you have these excellent events that give back, you know, people would tell us nerds all growing up that, that gaming is just a game. It's just a game. Right. And you can actually go, no, actually we're doing stuff with our just a game. And I think that's. I think that's really special, um, and and I, I really I love this community for stepping up at all these events that have these charity things uh, for the raffles, buying your charity dice. Uh, I mean, keep 
keep keep going. Um, and that's actually not too bad of a segue into this Escalation League, which is kind of finding a way to connect the community that maybe doesn't live in a, in a decent like hotspot for gaming like Milwaukee or, or Detroit or Chicago or, or wherever y'all y'all game at, um, where, where you're kind of disconnected from this, this tournament scene where you are, where, where you can't, you know, where you have to really kind of make it a point to go to an event. Otherwise you're not going to get any, any Warhammer. Um, yeah, yeah, coach, I'll hit you up. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm always open about my my stuff because, like I said, I'm not ashamed of it. It's it's a part of who I am. It's part of what I went through. Um, it, you know, uh, I see other people struggle with some mental health issues, and uh, uh, you know, they're they're ashamed of 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 how they grew up, and it's it's like I kind of made it a point to be be like a little bit of a beacon and be okay with all my own stuff because then maybe other people will be okay with theirs. Um. I, for a while, I thought it, like, I, I was worried to do it because you think people are going to think you're whiny when you're open about your mental health issues and stuff. Like, there's a fear that, like, people think you're whining about shit. And I'm like, I'm not whining, you know. Uh, I'm not throwing a pity party. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to get through it. But, like, sometimes you need to know, hey, we're having bad days or, or, uh, you know, I'm just not feeling 100% Mephisto today or, 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 you know, whatever your thing's going on. Uh, but to know that there's other people out there, I think is a, is a big deal, especially in like the Age of Sigmar community, because I, I think you know we do leave a lot of it on the table, uh, and that's a that's a great thing about Age of Sigmar. But like for those those that need a little bit of a nudge or a little bit of a uh, like a, a helpful hand on the back type thing holding you up, uh, you've got folks like us around. I think. I think part of it too is like we, each of us has been through our own shit, right? So talking about it and just knowing that like it might not be the same situation but hearing that you've gone through that or whatever oh. i've gone through and like knowing that you know we made it and we're here and i you're very vocal about it i think i am too like you ever want to talk you know i'll give you my phone number i won't say it right now because i don't want to be on youtube but i don't care who you are or what what you've been through i'll talk yeah. to you about anything that happened and i, yeah. I know you will too so yeah, I opened up my DMs recently um, for that reason. So I've opened DMs. Please don't spam me with your dick pics. I'm sure they're fantastic, <laughs> so nice. I'm, I'm sure it's. I'm sure you have a magnificent smack, but uh, I don't need to see it. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, my DMs are open if if you any, ever need to. And like, I can't like necessarily out, out of, like drop of a hat, but I will. I will read it and I will get back to you um, if you ever have that. Just just talk and don't don't. You don't need to be on a public platform. That can be really huh? scary too, you know, because there is that stigma about it. There are people who, who, you know, might judge you, tell you you're whining or quit throwing your pity party. But I'm not one of them, and Bryce isn't one of them, and I know Tomb Dad's not one of them. So, so if you need, if, if you need to just talk, you just blow steam, you know. Uh, my DMs are open. <laughs> How do I? Um, yeah, and then, uh, yeah, so, so yeah, uh, the Escalation League is, is what I wanted to talk about tonight with, uh, with both of y'all, and this kind of, I mean, I think I know how it started, but I want to know your, I guess, your, your perspective on, like, how did this go from just something that was, like, a joke to a real thing? 
Ah, uh, so so the rant cast happened. Uh, what was episode six, maybe? Uh, gaming on an island, I believe, was six. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it it happened, and I talked about it, and I like let's do the whole. Um, and then Tristan had mes- messaged me and was like, "Yeah, I mean, I'd be interested in doing that." And I think we had, you know, chatted back and forth, and we had sent some messages and ideas and i think he thought we were like still brainstorming and then i just fucking made it (laughs) and and he's like i guess we're doing this (laughs) so i was like what's i mean what's the point in waiting i think there's still a path that we want to take it down and things we want to do but Uh let's learn together and make it work and like i think people are along for the ride so so i think really good things are going to come and it might not be perfect in the beginning but i think growing and giving everyone the platform right away is what i really wanted because like you know there's we'll there's do it now right one people in the chat as of today which blows my mind like it's it, it's insane sorry it's gonna take me a while to catch my breath that dog weighs <laughs> over 80 pounds and i had to walk i had to carry him up the stairs and down the stairs from my basement yeah, so so Bucket Ninja here referencing the Escalation mixtape in the background. First off, because my audio, my audio would get clipped, and then I can't export this to YouTube. Uh, but uh, what's really great is like, uh, so right now in the Escalation League, you're coming up with an army theme song, right? Or like, yeah, it's something I don't know. I just sort of came up with today where I was listening to music. I was like, man, this would make a sick intro if I was like, just thinking about my my army i was just like you could be riding into the distance this is amazing this is what the montage would be oh man this would be like the theme song for whatever (laughs) it's something that i always do with all my armies and like i get way too specific about it yeah um and so like i was just like okay i for my tomb kings war cry force i got like okay i want funk music but i want some like really specific african funk music so i found a sudanese funk music uh funk band called the scorpios and they are amazing <laughs> and they got this ripper of a track called machena and it's oh so good it's all in arabic and it's just absolutely rips so i played it i played it for my neighbors across the street and they were like that's that's arabic and i was like yeah he was like but you're so white <laughs> was like, yeah he was like this is a really good song and like they're first generation canadians so like they're just so confused and they're amazing like we trade food back and forth but what i'm trying to say here is um i just sort of put it out there i was like guys like or like people let's go like how about just come up with something it's not something that i talked to bryce about i just assume he'd be fine with it because you know it's a sick mixtape and i've always loved making mixtapes so so you're gonna you're actually gonna make a mixtape a tape of everybody's That's awesome. Of everybody's songs. Like, uh, we got a playlist right now on Spotify. Um, I'll send you the link to it so you can post it in, like, I'll, the show yeah, notes. Yeah, I'll get, I'll get all the show notes up, yeah. Um, right now, I think there's a dozen or so tracks in it, and there's some really, like, really funny ones, really good ones. <laughs> oh, man, see, I was gonna I was gonna do Them Bones by Alice in Chains, but I see the bar has been set high. I've gotta... I'm gonna Listen, go harder. It's got some research has to be done. It's, yeah. It's pretty awesome. And I know, like, you can actually get cassette tapes printed like super cheap so if we want to like we can actually get a cassette made and do yeah. like artwork and like have it so we can <laughs> sell it for it. charity huh yeah 100 <laughs> proceeds go um, to charity let's get that going so 
we uh, so I'm actually running a tournament um, December seventh in Charlottetown, Prince Edward Island at the Comic Hunter. If anybody wants to sign up, um, and we're going to be doing it all for charity, all proceeds. Um, the store gave us the space for free, and so all proceeds are going to be going to a local women's shelter that's super low on funds perpetually. It's the only one of its kind on PEI that's just dedicated to women, and for about like two hundred bucks a night, or t- for two hundred bucks, we can get a night or we can get a week for somebody and like full service for everything. So I'm hoping to at least make 200 and that's off of like maybe 10 people. So there's going to be a whole lot of things rolling around. Like we do things called like 50 50s where I'm sure everybody does. Does that something happen? We is have that like sporting events? Yeah. yeah. So we're going to be running like a 50 50. It's going to be buying reroll dice for like five bucks. Um, the entry fee for the tournament's going to be set at like 20 25 bucks and so like all the money from that's going to be going for it and i'm going to try and get some local donation stuff going too so there's this really cool thing that domus talks about all the time and i forget where where it happened but in the game you could buy a reroll yeah yeah so like not just like you get you buy one reroll like for one dollar you could buy a reroll and then your opponent could buy a reroll and you could keep going back and forth and back and forth. We did this that's in Drunk tight. Magic. There was no limit. That. So love that. Yeah, magic. I think I think that's what I'm going to be doing. It's like it's a 1500 point one dare, and yeah. I just want to try and like milk the whales for all that they're worth. Wow. <laughs> and like we we got a couple players that are a little bit like crunchy like that, and like they will for sure drop money to win. Yeah. And I'm just going to abuse it. It's gonna be great. Well, I mean, if you're abusing it for charity, hell yeah, right? Like yeah, this, is, like people want to pay to win anyway. Like, might as well make it for a good cause. Um, yeah. So, so I, I guess I, my boy Alan. I, I feel like I need to re or anyone playing Slanesh right now. Ew, sorry. Oh, um, <laughs> bad, bad, bad take. No, sorry. Um, no, I. I uh, <laughs> I, I knew Slanice was in the chat right now. I had to throw that throw that uh, softball that way. Um, my boy Slaniche. Slaniche. Um, he's my guy <laughs> good dude good dude 100 percent like I, uh, maybe Will, will's my, episode maybe... on on rage of sigmar was my favorite so far um oh he's but, like he's an far. absolute gem by far. Uh, if i the, if the, i ever get my act together we're gonna have a podcast but by, oh. by, by the way the uh what was it the uh like your your pleasure in uh, increasing your pleasure in age of sigmar uh, that was a really mm-hmm. great take so uh go check that out if you if you can and then be sure to give jacob very shit while you're doing it uh because he deserves it 100 uh, percent but uh, <laughs> uh no no i uh to reset real quick the what is the international escalation league so it's this this brainchild between uh bryce and tristan Br- more, more bryce right because this was born yeah. out of the the yeah. appleton sort of attempted an escalation league and then you and they failed yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah i mean it really was just that it was I've always loved the idea of an escalation. I love the idea of path to glory. I just love the idea of like having a reason to play and not just like, oh, we're gonna roll dice and see what happens. And it's fun, but like for me, being able to tell a story from game to game to game to game, and even to tell a story between what's happening in our game and what's happening in their game, and like just have this. Like I'm not a good writer. I'm not a great storyteller, but I have ideas. So like I can like put the ideas out there, and other people can run with them. Uh, Bryce, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna stop you right there. One half of being a good writer is having an idea. The other half is writing it down. Whether you're yeah. actually good at the the art of writing itself completely doesn't matter. Uh, seriously, 
have you read E.L. James' book or J.K. Rowling? J.K. Rowling's not a particularly proficient writer. She just had the idea for Harry Potter and she put it down. Like, Well, no, she took the idea from the series called Magic. <laughs> great, great comic. A lot of stuff. And a lot of other hot takes that can spiral off of that. The point is, is like, having an idea... <laughs> uh is 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 one half i, I talked about like uh, okay we lost tomb, tomb dad's dead tomb dad's down sorry tomb king's curse continue no um no uh I, I, there's a pretty famous story i'm told in some other stuff and i'll i'll uh, kind of avoid that to to come up with i was on writer's block at the beginning of the year which is what started the spiral towards Rantcast becoming a thing by the way crazy how, block. how i ended up here um <laughs> But basically, place. basically, I've never had writer's block. I'm 34 years old. I have wanted to be a writer since I was in the second grade. I have written stories and books since then. Uh, I have professionally aspired to be a writer for the last 14 years, as in sent out stuff, get rejected, sometimes make a little bit of money. I have a couple published works out in the world. Under J.B. Hagen, oh, go ahead and uh, look them up. Um, but, like, I have never in that... On Goodreads. Yeah, yeah, go, uh, yeah, Goodreads and, uh, and, uh, check out lulu.com. My stuff's on there. Um, I have, yeah. Does Lulu have a website? No, she doesn't. It's, it's, oh. it's a total coincidence, but she is my muse. Um, it's Lulu, it's Lululemon. Continue. Anyway, um, in that span, I have never not had the next idea. I've never thought I was a great writer because I was a good writer. I just took for granted having the next idea. Um, and then I would like run into like other writers and like their one I at workshops and stuff. They're like, Oh, this is my idea. I'm just, this is my series for the rest of my life. And I'm like, weird. Like I want to write all these things. <laughs> I know, I know I'm a, I'm a monster, but then to have writer's block where the next idea didn't come and I couldn't put something on paper. The thing is like, I'm not always finishing stories, but I'm always starting stories. I always have the next idea. And that's been my problem is finishing things, but to not have ideas. You don't realize, Bryce, how much of a talent that is, just having ideas. And so, like, don't disparage if you don't think you're a good writer. Half the battle is, is having the idea, and the other half is making it happen. And you're making it happen right now, so fucking keep crushing it, my man. Uh, long tangent, long rant to get get to that <laughs> point. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah, so uh, so you got ideas. You like how the stories, the narratives, uh, having a reason for rolling dice... Uh, you've with the escalation league, you're essentially setting hobby goals too, as you go along. Yeah. And that's another big thing for me. Like <clears throat> I think a lot of, a lot of local community is all about playing games and not about painting. And I'm, I like playing games, but I love painting and doing hobby and then hanging out with people. So I play games cause I have to, <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, like, so I, I, I always try to encourage people to, try to do something different and like to, to convert their models, even if it's switching a weapon or put something on your base that tells your story. So I thought this was a good way. And it's not that I know how to do all kinds of stuff. And I think I can teach people. It's more that I just want to take the chance to try to do that kind of stuff mm -hmm. because what's cooler than playing a game with an army that's meaningful. And like, you have all this history with the army that while you're there, what that model did in the last game you remember that kind of shit if you make reason for them being there so that's the kind of stuff that i like i'm trying to encourage through this well, yeah like and i and i feel like it's been quite successful already because i know i care so much more about 
the few models that I've put together already because they have names, they have a like they have a place, they have a purpose. It's it's great. Like and I think that's something that's already been really successful that's come out of what you've thought and what you wanted to do. Like I feel like you're absolutely crushing that goal so far. Yeah. Well, one of the things I like that you you kind of mentioned uh, on the the rant cast with this, we were just kind of talking about the Appleton one was like bit swaps. If you, yeah. you you to to kind of like you're not just incorporating your narrative on your base necessarily, um, but like you have these evolving narratives with other players in the international escalation league, and to like be like, hey, um, you know, like what if we set up this narrative where this thing happens? Uh, could I get some of your bits? And then, like, they send you, like, some extra Stormcast heads or whatever, and you throw them on your Hearthstone or whatever it may be or on your base materials. Yeah. Like, Yeah, and I'd say we, like, we've barely even, I don't even think we've surfaced yet in what no. I want it to be because, like, I want, the main thing, too, is I wanted to take in a reasonable way because I don't want anyone to feel like, oh, I can't paint 500 points in a month. I can't do it. Like, I don't care if you paint one model in the month. You can still tag along and, and, finish it as you can but as we go and as like so our generals are there our backstories are there now it's mustering your force to move to the next step mm -hmm. and then that's where like the battles are going to start happening and that story is really going to start to blend together right now it's everyone's individual stories but i think together the two of us have work to do to figure out you know how are we going to take this to the next step where 750 points has a reason to grow and like where are we what's happening that kind of stuff so i think as we provide more of the where we are what's happening and people are providing the how they get there the opportunity to do cool stuff on your bases or give your general a mount or give this unit mounts or give this unit different weapons like yeah not everyone's going to cut apart their models but maybe people will build new models that fit that theme or fit that idea so I mean, and you always end up with extra extra bits in your uh, bits when you build something too so like i've got all these yeah. these spears now for my osiarch bone reapers like i i'm jumping in on a little bit of a delay because i was waiting for my bone reapers i want that to be my escalation army um mm -hmm. so like i've got some bits to spare i've got they they came with four extra heads i've got some extra heads to throw around if if uh mm -hmm. you know we go into this narrative aspect i know and like we've already had some bit swaps like i know yeah. mo and fletch bomb are two guys who have swapped bits like i um i know like i'm pretty sure mo during our feed just gave away a high off lord on yeah Griffin. he did yeah, yeah. like <laughs> during during the show because fletch gave him like some bits that he was looking for he was like oh no just pay it forward like obviously like we are now friends on the internet yeah. just give me your home address yeah yeah just leaning uh <laughs> leaning into the camera eerily with eyes wide <laughs> Um, and so you've got a Discord for this, and the Discord link, you're, you're pretty much going to have to message uh, Bryce or Tristan to get it, because you might have a non-expiring link or something like that, but it could be a little bit easier. Nah, I, I've still kept it expiring. Okay. Because... Yeah, so just just message those guys, you can get it on the Discord. And, uh, 100%. There was at, some... at Tristan Gray, let's go. Yeah, Adam. And so you can talk to him about how he's wrong about Garage Hammer, uh, as well as <laughs> ask for the Discord sure. link. Um, KSR, KSR or Superstore can suck it. Um, <laughs> fuck that ad drop. <laughs> That's where the real hate comes from. That's, oh man, I can't wait. Look, uh, so if you're a if you're a, a sponsor of some sort and you're looking to get in on Rantcast, I will gladly sell you my morals. 
for a, honestly like a very small amount if you need me like i've got like the the thing i use to upload this in this pure audio form it has a button for inserting ads i am so ready to go with that so if you yeah, need, let's go my morals are easily for sale with rantcast um <laughs> shouts shouts to mini mag tray let's go yeah mini oh, mag tray yeah. they don't they don't need me um so you uh so the, this inter- international escalation league if if you were to give me the elevator pitch like i'm i'm hopping like you know i you you've got like a couple minutes to sell me on what this is and why i should get into it just in case someone's like jumping in here later they had to go hang clothes on their clothesline coach <laughs> what would you uh, what would you say i am going to let you both uh, tristan let's go with you first and then and then bryce you answer okay um if you are the type of person who can't really get out, can't really get the games in at the local store, then this is a great place for you to be. It's a whole bunch of people who are just looking to have a good time and be supportive and try to push themselves and to get better at something. Everybody's sort of picking up at some spot. So if you're someone who's super good at hobby, but not great at coming up with ideas for stories, then we have like a narrative hook for you to rip onto. If you're somebody who's never really experimented with painting and stuff, um, different techniques, and this is a great excuse for you to step outside of your comfort zone and have a supportive group to go along with you. You basically have friendship in your pocket if you have Discord on your phone. Like, there's been so many wonderful interactions with people. Lots of different ideas have been bipped and bopped around. It's a space where you're able to just try something new and feel completely safe while doing it. We've been super lucky that we've had so many passionate people jump on board. And it's something that you can accomplish something. And just by doing one thing, you can feel like you've done something with a big group of people to increase not only your pleasure whenever it comes to the game but everyone (laughs) else's too like you're able to make friends and like as an adult it's really hard to do it and this is a great space for you to like stretch your legs a little bit to try being not so much not yourself but to try to push yourself to be that person that you want to be in the hobby i know we've been like blown away by how by how kind people are and by how much people are getting done like just having people in your pocket be like oh that's a great idea do it do it do it do it do it have made like bunches of people start things try new things i know specifically our boy buckets ninja 31 or buckets as he's known in a lot of other places (laughs) um he's finished a bunch of stuff wait wait, wait, hang on and hang on if if buckets went to holy wars would he be holy buckets (laughs) <laughs> oh man godly bucket <laughs> uh, anyway he uh but like he's finished stuff off and he just said in chat and i was trying not like not to choke while like speaking before but like he was saying like he's never really accomplished anything like fully in the hobby and like we've set goals and he smashed them like i haven't like to to a point i haven't finished my lore like i haven't finished my general he's still in gray plastic somewhere around here oh you like, monster yeah, what can I say? Right. I'm, failing, I'm failing to own goals that I'm setting. Um, it's great. But for us, it's just um, it's just been amazing to have people every day who are supportive and just want to hang out and chat the hobby. 
And it's just been an amazing like type of energy that's in the room there in the Discord. And I think it's something that you can just pick and choose what you want to do. Like you can pop in. Like you you haven't been in the Discord for like a week and a half. I I yeah, I've got no good excuses apart from the October marathon, which is a pretty good excuse. And like, really but yeah, no, it's a good excuse. But like you haven't <laughs> been there in like you haven't been there in forever. Yeah. And hey. there have been people who've been just like blowing you up, like just talking about it. And it's gonna like as soon as you log back on, you're gonna be like, that's so much. Why are people why why are people talking to me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, and I it's, you're you're gonna love it because like there's already pages and pages of people's lore and it's been great. Oh, I, like, see, I... I've been blown away by like some of the creativity stuff that people have been doing. It's yeah. wild. Like people have been rewriting songs to I... specifically the lore. It's nuts. But that that's my elevator pitch. It's a very long elevator ride, but no, you hit the uh, stop button and you're like, I promise you, I'm not crazy. Just listen to me. <laughs> <You can't switch. laughs> no, no, that was an appropriate rant, uh, rant there. No, I, I do apologize. I haven't been more of a presence in there. And I, uh, no, no, whatever you, but it's, it's, I, I was just trying to use an example that you can step away from it and step back in and just be blown away well, by the creativity and then not feel pressure either like that's the other thing it's not like it's a dog pile of like why isn't that done yeah it's oh dude that's that's so cool talk to you later and <laughs> like you don't feel pressure to get stuff done you just want to because everyone else is doing it and you just kind of get swept up in this like hobby like mosh pit where everyone's just like let's go two step let's go prime <laughs> stuff let's go contrast it's great it's loving an I, elevator is the aerosmith elevator song um <laughs> elevator love letters better song continue uh no no so so uh i mean that that's led to a question i have uh but yeah. but i want i want bryce's uh uh elevator pitch and uh if you need to hit the emergency stop button and and uh and go for a while feel free to my friend well i mean i, I, I got a was... bottle of pee and i'm ready <laughs> that was I mean, that that's pretty much the pitch right there right but the the one thing that i would reinforce is just the positivity from every single person in it it's like we all we all really like when we post something and get a bunch of likes right mm -hmm. <laughs> you know it's like you always look at it and you feel really good about that post you make that gets 100 likes and you remember that post i've never gotten 100 okay. likes I was going to say subtle flex there. <laughs> like, I wrote that day down in my calendar. Uh, yeah, so, you know, whatever. A you're, pin you're tweet for me, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. But you, those moments are, like, important. And in here, it's, like, every single thing you do, everyone is, like, holy shit, that's fucking awesome. And, like, it really is. It's just cool to see people, like, even seeing in chat, like, four comments saying, I've never really done anything. It's motivated me more. I've gotten stuff I actually done. Like, that that kind of stuff like to know that it's happening in part because the two of us made a discord chat like and and like that's just it's super rewarding for us and i think like i said that this is just the beginning i think that there will be an event one day where we try to get the 60 people or as many as we can in one place and have yeah, that come, playlist come play playing my, in the uh... background oh that would be so great do <laughs> walk-up like, music people, as your... their song comes on like maybe they get to roll yeah. all their failed hit rolls or some shit yes. oh, no. <laughs> yeah. like, there's, there's so much potential for what this can be and i mean we we were chatting earlier today about a website and i g genuinely want to make a website that just houses everything so even people that aren't in the discord can see like oh look at this awesome lore we have <sighs> the amount of lore we have is unreal like you can scroll your mouse for days on the lore chat. 
chat oh, room man. Discord it's channel. Wild. So it's I, wild. I it's so cool. I mentioned this before, but I, I have a website I'm doing nothing with, and I pay for it every year uh, for reasons. Uh, <laughs> I'm willing to donate that to this cause. Um, I'll get you learned. Uh, do either of you have like a web admin, any sort of blah? No. Uh, Tech savvy. I can, I can use. Uh, it's, uh, it's a WordPress. It's a. Uh, really I use. I use WordPress. Excel. It's. It's. Uh, oh. Oh. I've. I have. I have a failed WordPress blog. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um. <laughs> I've got. But it's. It's independent hosted. Host. Independently hosted. So it's. Uh. You know. You're not gonna run into some of the other issues. Uh. I'll just. I just gotta change the. Uh. Tell me what the international. Uh. The international escalation leagues website domain should be. I can switch my domain here. Um. And then we'll get. I'll, WWE I'll, AOS nineteen. <laughs> WWE. Um, we, can, we can't put the year. Automatically populate the WWE. WWE AOS. Yeah, we do WWE AOS. Yeah. yeah. That can't be a thing, right? I'm sure it's not taken. Um, <laughs> Someone like in we... chat, try it. Type that in. And see if it's a thing. Yeah, it's like white. When I was going, so uh, real quick rant aside, rabbit hole here. Um, I feel like we can come up with a better website name. I'm uh, I'm old, uh, older than I seem. Uh, so the internet wasn't ubiquitous when I was going to school. Uh, mm, I and, had glass uh, pop bottles growing up. Yeah, wow, uh, Canadian. No, yeah. so we uh, we we had a, you know, like a computer class, right, uh, to teach us how to use computers in school. And uh, at the time, www.whitehouse.com uh, was a porn site because Bill Clinton was in office, and uh, we were doing all of our research papers <laughs> <laughs> on the. Uh, on the way, uh, on that, and uh, and everyone in the, like universally, the class kept bringing up whitehouse.com because it was thought when you were young that you just typed what you wanted.com. Google didn't exist yet. Uh, good times, good times. Anyway, so WWE. Shout out to Ask Jeeves. <laughs> Shout out to Ask Jeeves. Yeah, ultimate. Worldwide yeah. escalation can't be a web page already, right? Why don't we just make it the real thing? Oh, yeah. All the words? Yeah. Yeah, worldwide escalation. Yeah, all right. I can. Uh, I gotta call my host and or call my host. I just send. Them call, him up, hey, call, call him up, man. Hey, person. Uh, is he yo, a super this host? Is, yo, this is Mephisto. Uh, you know me <laughs> from having a website for eleven years. I've never used. Eleven. Uh, it's been a while. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll switch the domain. Uh, I'll scrub it, and uh, and uh, you guys can figure out what theme you want. We'll go with the theme. Maybe someone can help us with some art. Uh, we'll get some art and some banner stuff. I gotta. Yeah, we'll, That'd we'll be get amazing. Going. I don't know. That way, you, just so that there's a like a like a de, just there's just so that there's a place to de- deposit all of this stuff in, in escalation a, world. Yeah. yeah. Frank is just killing it. <laughs> Frank. Yeah. Escalation world. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. So so yeah, we'll get that going. Um, I finally get to be a human again now that it's no longer October and I'm not like killing myself to make content. Uh. And and this is a cause I really believe in. Um, I I I I don't feel any like onus is on me per se, but I, I feel like I can keep giving y'all a platform because I really believe in it. I think it's I think it's really great for the community. It's the community kind of putting its money where its mouth is too. Um, you know you know we're this great community that's supposed to be supportive. You guys are actually going the extra mile to do that, and I really respect it. And 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 I think that's a lot about. Uh, despite Bryce's two hours of just panning people for their Cities of Sigmar hobby, <laughs> just Rude. shaming. When them. did I do that? Uh, on the uh, on the Cities of Sigmar episode with oh, you. Oh, I said I said if you use great swords as executioners or vice versa, <laughs> your game. I'm and just... if you disagree with that, at me. That's what the kids say, right? 
Convert that shit. Put a little bit of effort in if you're gonna be a cheese ball. God. Yeah. I'll uh, defend that stance all day. Uh, I'm gonna back that up. I love that. I love that fire. Thank you. So I'm gonna back I, that up. I gotta be a little bit of an instigator every now and then. Um. So yeah, you. I. I, I cut off your your elevator pit pitch just a little bit there. Um. What else? What else would you say about Escalation League? Like, I. I, I guess I'll do my question now. If I'm Listening to Rantcast next week, you know, yeah. th that'll be about a month and a half into Escalation League. And you've had goals where build your 500 points, or uh, what was it, general and narrative, right? Yeah, yeah that is month one. Yep. Month general one. General narrative and come up with a theme song. Co come up with a theme song. Okay, cool. <laughs> that was added today. But so now, that's month, added today. month two. That's month two. <laughs> that's a month two goal. Month two goal. Yeah. And like, so like, that's, that's a, you know, so like, now that's a month two goal. But like, I'm listening to Rantcast two months down the line. Everyone's everyone's way ahead of me. Oh my god, I I don't need, I shouldn't even bother getting in with these guys, like because everyone's so far ahead of me. What would you no. say to that person? Paint your stuff doesn't really matter as long as you have a story to tell along the way, right? So that's my. I mean, you might have a better pitch than that, but yeah, I think that that rock impersonation broke the internet. By the way, <laughs> I, I did. I, that was very purposely a really shit impersonation. <laughs> Just because I know it would upset the Magro. The Magro? <laughs> who's got a Brahma bow uh, uh, tattoo, actually. I've seen it in person, for real. Yeah. 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 He go, they go hard down there in the Underdark, or in the Upside Down, wherever they are. The Down Under. Hey, that's it. Eberron. Eberron, um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, like, quite honestly, if it's, like, even months and months later, like, there's going to be a spot for you to cut in. It really doesn't matter, and like every like if you pop into the chat, it's just gonna be okay. Here's the where we're at right now for the story. What do you want to do? Cool. Yeah, very much. Then, it's very then, much a ball. A ball is in your court mentality whenever it comes to our storytelling and for how you do what you want to do with your army. Okay. Cool. Cool. Um. So. <clears throat> I guess you know, so we're we're kind of in the the, the early phases of Escalation League uh, Discord. Um, we'll try to get a website going, uh, just so there's a place for all this like awesome information. You don't have to like keep scrolling back up for like a month ago and yeah. miss miss someone's sweet narrative. Um, what's what's the next step? What's the next phase? Well, um, quite honestly, we haven't talked about it. <laughs> okay, Bryce, I think, I you think tell the, me. the the next phase is really taking the time for the two of us to get together and talk about the narratives that we have and how we want to move those narratives along the path of moving into the next phase of the story which mm -hmm. i don't know how much we want to give away i guess okay uh, no 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 don't spoil the story no spoilers here man no 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 don't non-spoiler stream um should we go through what the story is so far i think that would be a, a great yeah What's what's right. what's the story so far? Um, well, this part stems from the wonderful, the legendary Macho Man Blandy Savage. Um, <laughs> that was he, a lot better. Thank uh, you. Yeah. It's th th I gotta put respect. Yeah, on yeah, his props. Name. Yeah. Um, you can't respect well, Douane, but you gotta put respect on Blandy Savage. No. <laughs> yeah, man. God. <laughs> All right. All right. Continue. <clears throat> um. <laughs> And so, with 
the lore that we have it actually stems from his army um i like i'm in a tomb kings whatsapp with him and i talk to him all the time because i'm obsessed with like something that only three other people in the world are and him and i have a matching hat so whatever it's you dan um, brewer and, and blandy and like a couple other wonderful wonderful people yeah, yeah. um how'll be that name but um this comes from kind of his army lore that i was like so taken with that i asked him if i could work on something that could be used for a four person like tale of four warlords that i was hoping to do and and this is this is something that you like uh bryce had his idea for the escalation league and yep. this is something that you you kind of like came at him with you're like hey what do yeah, you think of it yeah i came off the top rope with it it was just one of those like oh actually like here's the story and he was just like oh oh that's good <laughs> yeah was that, is that he was putting, you're right there bryce is he putting words in your mouth was that really like you're just like oh yeah hell no yeah. that that was i was like yeah why would i say no to this okay so, well so now like what the okay. fuck is it now you've built now you've okay you've got the exposition in you've built the suspense what's the story well, i want to know um, i need to know this is so awesome and i okay, haven't heard a word yet Great, perfect. Okay, so I'm just gonna read it straight from the script. Like, let's do this. There have been, there have long been rumors of a realm gate deep in the wilds of the Quaglame, the southern continent of Gyran. Historians speak of a great gate, seemingly made of one solid, intricately carved piece of green tinted, green tinted onyx that juts out from a thick, sweltering jungles of the Zakutek glades. The tomes say a parched wind flows from the realm gate cutting a sand-kissed path through the surrounding area, naming it and name it with a tongue not unknown not known by men today. Reading is hard. A gateway to an unknown plane? Shyish? Possibly. Ayish? Perhaps. There's no there's none specifically given. Books of legends from the age of myth kept in the rarest collections and libraries of the realms tell of a desert of unparalleled size, gripped in a permanent punishing high noon. A scorched landscape where gods once walked and arcane treasures were as common as swords. The stories would speak of gemstones and constructs that held the sole matter of great wizards and warriors. The dead walked these barren sands and were venerated for it. The last of these books, the rarest and the latest, if things of from an unknowable time can put can be put so sequentially, mention a great calamity and the subsequent birth of a new god. Kepri, the scarab god, the essence of all other ancient gods, There's their people's traditions and knowledge, all distilled and placed within one vessel. This god beast was said to roam the deserts, seeking a new home uh, to roam the desert, seeking a new home from which it can bring a revival of the old ways, speaking into existence again, followers and channeling the spirits entrusted within it into these new vessels. Lately, these books aren't the only sources of information of, from this fabled place. Trinkets from the age of myth have popped up in the streets of the Phoenicium. Jewels that speak to their bearers, each shaped like eagles, scarabs, skulls, jackals, and most numerously, scarabs. Oh, fuck that part up. Uh, they, they whisper of their long-dead gods and tell tales of their sacred temple city, sparking interest in the riches and the arcane power that they say is held there. Parties are being gathered for a great treasure hunt. Every wizard, seer, and adventurer, warlord, and denzine of the realms have have all... Oh, ah, fuck. I should probably rewrite that part. 
Denzina the realms are descending on the Zakutek blades. The realm gate of Hoxacoptolopl, gateway to the endless deserts and the secrets hidden amidst its sands, must be found. All right, there we go. Well done. I see, uh, uh, I watched you, uh, getting more and more nervous about reading it the longer it went on. Because <laughs> you found the mistakes at the end. <laughs> yeah, I know, it's so bad. So... I didn't ever read it out loud before. Well, okay, so here you go. There's a writer technique for you. Number one, read the fucking shit out loud. <laughs> I usually uh, do that is the problem. Yeah, yeah, you got to read it out loud. The other thing is when you're when you're playing for time between lines like that, just draw out the last words you read. It makes you sound like you have gravitas. <laughs> so if you're like on Scarab and you're waiting to get to the next line, it becomes like Scarab, Lord. You just go, Scarab. You know, like, carry that. Yeah. 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 The downside is I would you, read one line, and then I would you. skip to the two lines, bef- like, right after it, and then I'd go back down, and be like, oh, shit, I read that already. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, like that'll help you with a mental note when you're, like, dragging the word into the next one. Yeah. Can so, someone in chat support this poor guy? He just took a big leap of faith and read that out loud. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, look at that man. See, see like, uh... Um, Geeko's my guy. So, like, uh... Like, I, I did my Mephisto's Masterpiece Theater as I was reading through my uh, Bone Reapers. Okay, but that's cheating. They already wrote that. this isn't about. And uh, they, re- they probably read that out loud Oh, already. no, I found a typo page one, dude. <laughs> typo page one. The very first page of the Ossiarch Bone Reapers. Page one, scene one. Page one, uh, paragraph three. Where is it? Where is it? I feel like we're not talking enough about the cool thing that Blandy wrote. Yeah. Okay, talk about the cool Put thing. that crappy book away and let's talk about the crappy crap. book. Your book is crappy. <laughs> no, no, my uh, book's legit as hell. Tyler made it. No, I, I was just talking about like uh, the, the the when you read aloud, ha ha ha, things happen to your brain. Uh, but there's tricks <laughs> you can you can do with that. So, um, so and also uh, I've I've made a much larger fool of myself in front of thousands of people on stage with bands. I don't care. <laughs> I have no conscience. Yeah, watch but, me shoot. Watch me shoot jumpers. Yeah, but but can you can you can you fathom that like a hundred people will watch you make a fool of yourself with with Brandcast? <laughs> like we've got fourteen live right now, and probably about another hundred will watch us. Uh, that's like a hundred fourteen people that are just gonna be adding you and making fun of you now. Can you? I can't. That? I cannot wait for my mom to at me about this. <laughs> Hi, um, mom. So, so essentially, so essentially, your narrative is is Tomb Kings might be coming back type thing, right? Like, I don't know. It's that's not. No. Yeah. No. It's about Just, finding a different realm. That yeah, might it's not about exist, finding a. Or maybe yeah. it does. And it's full of crazy magic shit. See, I'm all about the crazy magic shit. Um, like, you can have a thing that's talking to you that only you can hear and is whispering in your ear if you want it. It's pretty easy. Look, there's one just for you. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, um, so, so you have, um, a bunch of different ways to like approach this with your own narrative. And there's a little bit of the eight points thing going on where there's like sort of this, this new realm gate that, that might've cropped up type thing. Right. Yeah. Try, how about you try and say, try and say the word. I'll post it in chat. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see the word. Lolly Lule Lo. Sorry. That's a Metal Gear reference. Well, that's uh, just un- that's just unfortunate. That's Blandy, <laughs> and that's Blandy. Woo! Hakula Waddle. Hakula Waddle. You missed the X. 
Uh, the X is silent. <laughs> there you what? go. The X is silent. What? I don't know what you want from what? me, dude. What the Z sound? Come at me with come at me with uh with a harder word next time, bro. <laughs> Sorry, I ran out of umlauts on that one. My bad. <laughs> is that a is that a circumflex or an accent no. de goo? Okay, <laughs> you, you, you and your core French probably need to sit down. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I was excellent at French. Ex yeah, it shows. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Um. So so the, the um. You've got a back backdrop of the narrative. Um, yeah. Is there? How are you? Help like helping people get into this this narrative? Is there anything, or just people read it and they're like, "Boom, I'm in." Is there um, any like is basically where we're at? Okay, cool, cool. And then if people have questions or want suggestions, like they can hit us up. But for the most part, people have read it and been like, "I can fuck with that." Right on. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. And part of what we asked too is just people to tell like why they're there. Like, why are you, why do you care about this? Mm -hmm. So that we can take that and kind of, not that we're going to like point people in directions, but a little bit of, you know. You know what you're doing yeah. right now is, is, is called GMing. And uh, yeah. we do this in RPGs an awful lot. Yeah. <laughs> Respect. You just lead people down a path. Yeah. yeah. Like, you still, like, I think the decisions that we'll make to get to that path will be based on the stories that people are making. Well, exactly. Yeah, like, I mean, that, we have that... ideas of where it's going to get to but mm -hmm. like what happens there is totally up to the people writing their stories maybe you can't answer this but i have to ask it is there going to be like curveballs at people's specific narrative like you yeah. from from the yeah, yeah. okay okay 100 okay like i think curveballs and gifts that people might <laughs> not be expecting Ooh. that's true Ooh. so we get we is the Escalation League going to end up with its own, like, artifacts and, like, rules, like, kind of errata rolling around in it? We'll find out. Maybe. Oh! Maybe. See, that, see, that's so my jam. If, yeah. like, it's one of those When the narrative you crystallizes it, into, like, yeah. a real thing with a rule on the table, that's when it's, like, if, really... If you write a cool enough story about why <laughs> your slaughter brute is riding a carnosaur, let's do this thing. Escalation yeah. League... So, so, I mean, you're coming at it from, like, a, a little bit of a, I mean, there's a little bit of, like, a, a, a pitched or, or, or match play because you have to have rules and stuff to balance, right? But, but there's a narrative and, and, and hobby drive. If you're, if you're a freaking general, you just bash the shit out of it to be even cooler than what maybe is normally available. There might be some payoff down the line. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think, like, we want it to be a platform for people to finish an army so they can play it at adepticon or whatever the event is but we also want you know like i just made a warlord on an 80 mil base that can't be used for anything except for the cool story that it gets so like if you want to make something like that maybe the two of us can come up with some pretty bent rules to reward you for doing so. bent rules he says all right let's go you're right <laughs> i have wanted bestigors riding on top of bulgors no, I don't know, man. Uh, work on that. <laughs> yeah, I'll work on that. Yeah, we'll come back to it. Um, yeah, it's a workshop. We're workshopping. Yeah, we'll workshop the juggernauts. Ooh, Bestigors on juggernauts. I like that. Oh, that'd be sick. I like that. Let's go. Yeah, that's good. That's some good stuff. Zahutek uh, glades, right on. Mm -hmm. They exist. I what think is... the main thing to get across is that anything that you want to exist, we can make exist. 
Well, so AOS Coach here in chat says, I'd like to see a narrative event where you can steal artifacts from other tomes from victory. That would actually be cool, is, like, have, like, a sort of, like, a thieving, conniving element to your, like, progression of an event. Like, yeah. taking prisoners, you know, would be pretty cool. Like, so you get, like, units that aren't necessarily the, like, mercenaries or allies. Like, you, you've taken prisoners from someone else's army. Um, you know, Like an Australian. Like an Australian. <laughs> <laughs> Shade. Um... Is this a the backlash after a month of Aussie guests? Um, I won't we'll call backlash. I I just say that I gave you all of your own holiday for a whole month on uh, on Rantcast and uh, yeah, you you gave them Australia Day. I gave you Australia <laughs> Month, October baby. Exactly. Um, it, it, anytime an Aussie wants to come on Rantcast, just at me. I've got a couple openings in the schedule. Uh, I have did... to first Postmates you uh, Anzac cookies. That's a hundred percent a rule. Is it now? Yeah. Okay. I just I said guess, it. I guess it's a rule. <laughs> In the true spirit of Escalation League, we wrote it. Yeah. <laughs> like, so let it be written, so let it be done. Just yeah. how it is. Oh, um, I believe that Anthony Megoro is trying to buy me leaving the stream. <laughs> $25 to boot Tristan. Okay, Trist important question. Are those dollary dues? <laughs> are, the, is, are those kangaroo coins? <laughs> Are they wallaby, whatever kind of money starts with the W? <laughs> All right. All right. So, um, yeah, so that's kind of like the elevator pitch. It's this is where we're like, it's okay. A hundred dollars. Like I said, my morals are, are for are for sale. If you throw a hundred dollars at the stream. Sorry, Tristan, you got to go to bed. I understand <laughs> that. All right. It is. It is almost 11 o'clock here. It's almost Tomb Dad's bedtime anyway. Actually, I don't. Uh, no, I get to sleep in tomorrow. Nice. Mm, as much nice. as much sleeping as my baby that wakes up at four a.m. lets me do, but still. No, no, no. So, so elevator pitch. Come, continue to wrap your thought here. Um, we we. Um, yeah, that, okay, so that's the elevator pitch. It's hey, we've got this cool thing. It's basically, do you have a badass that wants to go find some treasure? Tell me about your badass. And we tried to focus it on a general, so that gives people kind of the footing to not just have the like gigantic sandbox of oh god what am i gonna do it's, oh yeah we focus it down to being here is your person make your person decide what they're gonna be like so you, you don't know that you're you're using my good, person you don't know that you're using good writing tenants right now you like you're talking about like oh man don't i maybe you do <laughs> um but no like uh the best way to like stories you want to like focus it you want to uh, put people in a box so that they have to begin to think outside of it um, the thing is, like, think about, like, go back to high school or whatever when someone said, like, oh, write an essay. What can I write about? Anything uh, you want. It's really hard to write about anything you want. If you say, write about this, you give people something <clears throat> to have to begin to think about. And then if they're like, well, you said write about this. But as I started writing about it, can it be about this instead? And then, like, that's the trick you go. It can be. You know, because now, now you have ideas. You know? Yeah, we've already had people switch armies. Like, it's cool. Whatever. Well, Do you, uh, babe girl? Uh, Bone Daddy is the army, and uh, we'll see what Christian Ware sent me in the mail because apparently he's sending something, and I don't want to. Oh, cute letters! <laughs> My favorite part about AOS is how 
people will just send you stuff sometimes if you're nice it's a surprise though so like i don't know yeah i've got my bone reapers coming uh or i've got my bone reapers coming together i've got to wait to make another bone reacher bone reaper purchase when i get the whatever the next twitch payout is um i'm trying really hard not to like ruin throw my family under the bus to make an army in age of sigmar speaking of if you want to buy blood blood angels i've got blood angels for sale they will directly go to funding my ossiarch bone reapers so you know 40k that other game i will never play again great great game great game 40k you yeah, should all play yeah it. it's a lot of fun mm-hmm. I, I, I people hear. there are nice <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so so you've got you've got a lot of like segues in you've given people some goals um, and I think sometimes just giving people like realistic goals is a part of what makes you successful in something so big like Warhammer. You know, Bryce, you're a big proponent of 30 minutes a day for your hobby. You know, like mm-hmm. do 30 minutes a day. You're giving people realistic goals and kind of just giving them a map and like now go explore. Like, here you go. And we'll meet you on the other side. And I think that's a really respectable way to help people with this daunting task that is that is uh, sometimes Age of Sigmar. And especially when you feel like you're on that, you're on that island and you're like, well, man, I love Age of Sigmar, but like, how do I channel this passion when I don't have an LGS scene? Look, you've got 61 people across the world now. Yeah, that's nuts. <laughs> that want to see your models and want to write a story about fighting. And we'll figure out how to have games and have proper scraps down the line. But at the very least, it helps you get those it helps you give it helps give you a place to, to channel your passion for the game your the, the pleasure that you're trying to create for yourself and i think that's that's super respectable i love it like i'm a new dad who has got a lot of responsibilities at home i've got a, like a really busy family life i have to be home every day till at least 7 and i'm also trying to be fit at some point in my life um i the, don't remember the last time I played an actual game of Age of Sigmar, but I've been painting and assembling like a madman and like thinking about it all day, and it's been making me so happy. <laughs> um, and like I, I've already like made plans with Spikiko, who's in chat. What's up, Les? Um, to have a game, and we've been trying to have a game for probably like a year. I just yeah. keep having to like cancel last minute because stuff with the baby or like it just doesn't work out that we're able to do it. And I'm positive that this is going to work out and we're going to do something like I'm super stoked to get to hang out with my buddy Les. And this is the excuse. And I'm just so happy about it because I haven't like I legitimately think my last game of Age of Sigmar was in the spring. Dang. I couldn't do yeah. it. I'd, I'd be going through withdrawal. But well, you you guys are talking about like, oh yeah, I played a played a game this weekend. Got some like it's not, no no no, no like you no 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 you um it just feels like you have game like coming out everywhere the, like coming out your pores. You just have like two thousand no 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 you're, match play. you're um no 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 like um I don't live in Milwaukee anymore and it's been a big weight on me for a, a plethora of reasons. Uh, mm-hmm. I moved away from my my core D and D group. I moved away yeah. from. I didn't know the Age of Sigmar scene was where it was, so I was in, like, the wrong place for it when I was in Milwaukee. And so, like, I have that, like, regret that, like, God damn it, I could have been playing Age of Sigmar the whole time with the guys from Milwaukee. You could have me three years earlier. Yes! Exactly! Exactly! <laughs> you fucked up. I know! And so it's, it's stuff like that where, like, I feel this weight, and, like, I move up here, there is no LGS. 
There's like no, some poor just racist. Well, I don't like this town. It's true. But there's like some poor bastard in his Skaven army from Warhammer Fantasy Battle. He got a new tome and he still hasn't beaten me. There's no, oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah, the poor bastard. And like he's like the LGS scene, and like he really excited to play games. And so like I show up every now and then with like my experimental lists and like. And I've started to do the thing I hate, which is, like, mask your power level and make stupid plays on purpose. Because I don't feel like I'm teaching him anything if I do that. But he's... I, I don't know. I digress Send him the that. workbook. Sure. Send him the workbook. Well, I Give mean, I, I've, I've told him, like, I've told him about... Uh, earlier on, I told him about TGA. I've told him about the Honest Wargamer and Vince and, you know. I, I know, I know. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. TGA. I know, I know. And there's like some orc players and stuff like that, but they never show up. And there's like the I've tried to like schedule these little like one day tournament things, and like and then just nobody shows up. And it's 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 hard to like just on purpose force a community in like the LGS sense. It's really hard to like force that. I get it, life and all that stuff. Um, but there's like such a big group of people in ether space that just want that community sense. And they, their LGS kind of sucks, like mine. You know, like, they want that. And I go out of my way to make these tournaments elsewhere at great personal and financial expense to do it. Um, but, like, I prioritize that. And if there's just, like, something that people can connect with on the day-to-day -day, the way that an LGS would fulfill with your hobby goals and your narrative goals and, and maybe down the line, yeah, some gameplay goals, I think that would be great. Like, I... I see in like it might be ambitious, but like a year from now, actually having the the this inter this international escalation league actually having an event, someplace centrally located, that like these sixty on Prince Edward Island, yeah, yeah, on <laughs> yeah centrally located on Prince Edward Island, where we'll, ha we'll have a beach party. It'll be sick. Yeah, like something like that, or or Sinaisis cabin getaway, like plan. Oh man, I really you know, yeah, Vermont. like just Ooh. just something where the we escalation league. Don't even Did make it a. Don't even yeah. make it a. Don't even make it like a five event, a five round thing. Make it a one big fucking like <laughs> game, you know, with all the people who have like these narrative agendas, where you just all play your one really big game, and then you just like go out for fucking beer and ice cream, like, and then it's just like a day so that like it's only just, you know, that weekend or whatever it is. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like I, I, I know you were, you were floating out an idea on Twitter, which I was just like, "This is black magic. This is insane." And then I think it was uh, Ye Olden Dark Elf Sorceress, yeah, um, my nemesis. She um, she was saying about like playing online games or like doing some kind just, of narrative, just thing. some sort of interaction on the internet where you you. I said roll twenty initially because it's what I have experience with D and D, but something where you just you go through like, okay, here's how I intend to deploy. You got it cool and then like you roll some dice for that element of randomness and and then like look at it more from a point standpoint than like a, a pure rules standpoint because it's just there's no real way to there's not going to be an ideal system but you're like okay my unit costs this many points your unit costs that many points we got this much of buffs on it so like you get a modifier to your dice rolls and then just like some sort of streamlined version so that you get a game in to help drive the narrative rather than just like well i think my unit could beat up your unit and narratively well, speaking, I like the yeah. idea of doing it with the GM and having like a, one a referee, of us yeah, be there to be like, "Hey, look, absolutely, tell me why this unit's going to beat this unit, and the coolest story is going to get ten dice to your five or whatever, yes. that, whatever it is." Yes, but like that's sick. I can't reinforce... wait for Tomb Dad to beat up your dad. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, 
No, yeah, do the like you do do a, like an evolve like an evolve sort of storytelling thing where you have like both of you yeah. help with the narrative and give each other dice versus dice and so that you you're still rolling dice um and you're still like thinking strategically but then like it's not taking four hours because you do maybe have the family and all these other things and like it's hard to get your games in but something to where chance is represented stories represented and strategy is represented and like so you have those things going on um i remember some of my favorite games were growing up against my friend sam he he came from a family of means i did not so it took me a lot longer to get my army together than him. Mm-hmm. And so we always played these like weird narrative scenarios where like where like he would have like a thousand points and I would only have like five hundred points, but like I could keep recycling my points and stuff because I'm resurrecting my skeletons later on. And he would have something where he's got like a carriage he's gotta get from one side of the table to the next side of the table, and I could set up traps and stuff, and we would just like make it work. And, like, I would win if the carriage didn't get there in time. And he would win if the carriage did. And it didn't have anything to do with your n- normal battle plan kill points at the time. It was, like, all that mattered was kill points. And so, like, it didn't yeah. matter about kill points. It was about these, like, scenarios we'd set up. Um, I think you could do something like that with this format. With with, with the, sure. the, the Escalation League. Where you have these these narratives. These narrative agendas. And add some... Rolling dice is fun. So roll some fucking dice, right? Like, it's it's fun. But then figure out a way to, like balance it and um, when i say balance i don't mean make it fair but figure out a way at system just give it a system yeah it'd be great like i know i would love to smash magro's face mephisto flashbacks <laughs> yeah mephisto has what, what, who, who did you want to smash whose face magro's oh there's a lot of people I want hold, to on, smash. hold on hold on hold on i got two things i got two things i gotta say tristan why is tanya your arch nemesis she and knows. i have to leave so i want to say two more things please join the escalation league because we want your stories to be told and doing a podcast tonight where uh, the playing and slaying crew is going to interview Davis from AOS reminders. Hey, so I think we all know what it is, obviously. And if you don't know what it is, it teaches you how to play your army uh, in a very wonderful way. So check it out. AOS reminders. AOS reminders to... makes your games better, way better. Check out uh, AOS Reminders and Plain and Slaying. Mm-hmm. Yep. Don't so, listen to Cubic shenanigans. Okay. <laughs> so thank you guys for, for chatting with me. I'm sorry I have to leave early, but uh, we'll miss you. And uh, keep spreading the good word. Yeah. Later, Bryce. Thanks for hanging out, man. Um, Tristan, tell the story yes. of why Tanya is your arch nemesis real quick. I don't have to. She knows. She knows? She but, knows. But she knows pre- what she did. Pretend, because I have to... I have to step out. For Actually, a, a here, quick um, if okay. you give me one moment, I'm <laughs> yeah. just gonna rub something in Magro's face. All right, now, yeah, my rub dear, dear in friend, face. Um, you're acting like I don't have a battle, and that is false. We are actually, in fact, in the Escalation League, playing in the narrative that is held within my battle tome. If you give me one moment, I'll go show you it. Okay, wait, I actually don't know where it went. Um, but no, if you check out uh, the endless deserts.blogspot.com, by, that's made by Tyler Mengel, you can actually find 
the unofficial Tomb Kings Battle Tome. And do you know what? That has a ton of amazing rules that I'm positive they jacked for that stupid OBR Primaris Tomb Kings thing. Um, <laughs> screw you, Les. And, like, it's a great book. It's full of really fun lore, and uh, I have actually built out my army from my tomb kings army from the stuff that's in that book so like it's a super fun thing to read and check out um and now that you're back <laughs> way, to, way to really play for time there my friend thank you uh and now that you're back i might be able to go find the book because i was gonna rub my hard copy of the tomb kings battle tome in megro's face but then i realized it was up stuff it was mm. upstairs well that's no and good he appears to be posting some kind of pop can that's spilt over. Okay, good, good response. Really, really well thought out. And well, Frank apparently is upset about me talking about his boys. All the salt. Oh, is that what just, that is? I... Did you just uh, did you just talk shit about Osiric Bone Reapers real quick? Primaris Tomb Kings, just a little. Oh, it's not my fault that uh, you jelly son. Listen, I'm just upset because I wanted to be you. You wanted I really, to be really me? wanted to be you. You wanted to 100%. be me. Oh, I wanted yeah. to be you. I wanted to be the happy little baby who um, got everything like he wanted and didn't even know he was more. asking for. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I wanted to I be know. that baby. And so, like, whenever you're sitting there geeking out, going, ah! I'm just there staring at my city as a Sigmar battle tone, being like, it's okay, baby. It's okay. It's okay. Because I'm trying to do this thing where I play an actual AOS battle tome instead of one that my guy that I like made. Yeah. So, such is life. Yeah, that sucks, man. Uh, I feel bad for you, but I don't. Uh, I don't feel any less awesome for me. So. Uh, I feel bad for you, but I don't. I don't at all. I no, don't I, like I feel bad for you, but like I got everything I wanted and uh, and more, and I didn't even know I wanted it all. But you're right. Yeah, yeah. I, you're right, Age of Sigmar. I did want like real, actual new skeletons with proper sculpts, and not like fucking these heavy lean things left over from the oh, man. blank days. The the mean lean that goes on those yeah, new things is rough. Yeah, but man, these fucking dudes—they're fucking great. They're awesome. Like the detail on the feet. Why is there this much detail on the feet of skeleton bros? Like awesome sculptor. they're not skeletons they're stupid containers that have grinny faces they're um, awesome containers for billions of souls to beat you it's great well whatever um so i just want to bring it back to something that i know i've really really loved about this escalation league yeah is watching people develop their lore as they've gone along so like they've had an idea it's like oh i really want my i, I want to play orcs and I want to try to write, like, how orcs talk. And I want to try to, like, just go with that. Like, I want to have an orc party that's just kind of running towards stuff and fighting stuff. That's what I want to do. And this dude named Fletchbomb21, who um, I think I've blocked on Twitter, he, um, he has slowly developed his lore from, a, I think, a two or three paragraphed uh, little blurb that's basically... Oi, it's hot in here, lads. To I think like three pages worth of stuff, and it's like super fun and gripping. Like he's done an amazing job of just developing and getting better and like refining what he's been working on, and it's been amazing. Then yeah. there's I'm just like slowly scrolling through the lore section that we have for the um in the Discord. 
and then there's this friggin' beauty that is Thunder Cake. Have you read any of Thunder Cake stuff? No, I'm sorry. I'm I've been uh oh, Okay, man. Okay, so this lunatic has rewritten um the immigrant song oh, by, by the doors to or is it the doors? I don't know. That band uh, sucks. The immigrant song is Led Zeppelin. <laughs> okay, that band sucks too. Oh man, um, you're you're a monster. But continue. No, I just listen, I just call it like I see it. Fucking chaos or orc superstore. Um the so he's rewritten the immigrant song to be in this lore and to be about his army and from the perspective of his general. It's absolute madness. So came from the land of the ice and snow? Like that, except it's I dig it. I did I see yeah. I wrote I rewrote uh Black Hole Sun by uh <laughs> To be uh sh- like shyish sun or something or purple sun, <coughs> yeah. I gotta I gotta find those lyrics sometime. It, it was really good. Uh, that was I that gotta, was a lot of fun. I gotta find. Uh, there's just been so much stuff. Like I'm just scrolling through this and I'm just like my brain's breaking just like looking at it. Yeah. Like buckets who we've talked about earlier wrote this really fun um, dark coven thing where like he's developed his characters. He has like thrown in like where they're going he's just been absolutely crushing it like, i've just been i'm just so stoked on what people have been doing uh i like i just want to rant about how like specifics on like what people have done and i know i probably shouldn't just because we'd be here all night because i would just want to actually read about all the all the bits of lore and stuff. Yeah. oh man oh and then there's like spikiko who's spikiko in the chat right now he he's written this like brotherly um this dwarven brotherly thing that's going on and it's like it gripped me within the first like i think four sentences your and, like, lore wasn't a... too bad either the stuff you sent me i really well, that, that fucking name <laughs> like, enzer crombie and fitch i'm like this is a fucking name yeah, you were stoked. I haven't posted that yet, actually. I, I'm trying to finish. I'm trying to I, I haven't, I haven't read the second one. You, you sent me the second one. You're like, when you have time today, I did not have time today. Spoiler. I ended up working fucking 10 hours again. And I, I bragged yesterday how, like, I love winter because my hours cut back. I'm already over 40 <laughs> hours. Yeah. I'm like, so I'm going to work conceivably 10 hours tomorrow, which puts me at about 48 hours for the week or 50 hours for the week. I'm just like, fucking Wild fuck, man. damn it. I'm... I need to work more overtime just so I can uh, get through the Christmas holidays. I need to work Uh, less overtime, but also still have overtime money to buy all of the Bone Reapers. Yeah, there you go. I need it so I can buy all these freaking expensive cities bits. Man, who knew old kits would be so expensive? Uh, Everybody. That's why Games Workshop did it. (laughs) Clever. It makes all clever. Clever. Clever girl. Yeah. Yeah. It's just been, like, I've just been absolutely... I think I've said this statement like four times, but like just shocked with how much people have put into this. And it's just something that Bryce came up with and I jumped in on. Um, and like just seeing people how like they've slowly built up their idea of models. Like another one of my local guys who goes by Gwen on the chat, he has had like he has this absolutely ridiculous steam tank that's half a uh, halfling steam pot <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome like he's slapped the general's head on one of the halflings bodies so he's got this tubby little guy just with a little cane 
and his big <laughs> floppy hat. That's fantastic. So good. Oh man, no. See, I'm 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 really I'm really happy that 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 this is has taken off the way it has. I I hope it I hope it grows. I hope people continue to progress. Um, and uh, I'm gonna jump in there now that I'm a real human again. That October's over. I exist, and uh, therefore uh, I can do things like a human does. Uh, and uh, well, man I, like we're people are going to be absolutely stoked to have you join us like there's this wonderful person named lexopolis who's making this really sick like sisters of silence slash zinch thing that's going on like it looks great oh cool uh, oh, let um, coach know if you're struggling for empire bits i 100 percent am struggling for empire bits so whatever you got buddy i'll take yeah uh, yeah cool See, right I... now, actually, my biggest struggle is I'm trying to smash together um, Outriders and uh, Dark Eldar Reaver jet bikes to be my gyrocopters. <laughs> we, we, did we follow? Um, Nothing because you're a jerk, he says. Yeah. <laughs> I love this. I want to I wanna oh. see the grudge match between AOS Coach and, and, and Tomb King Tristan. I want to see well, that. It I would just wouldn't, it really wouldn't take long. I would pay cash money to see him whoop your ass. Sorry, oh, I mean oh, to watch a proper game between gentlemen. Good night, Bad Moon Daka. Someday we'll walk you through uh, how to change your name on Twitch. Yeah, sorry about that. Thanks take care for joining us. Yeah, um, yeah. Thanks for thanks for hanging out. Um, to give so, you an idea of how this has been going, um, there's what one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen different um, different spots in the Discord to chat, and the only one that doesn't have a single post in it is battle reports. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> nobody, um, nobody cares. See, I, I feel like I feel like I'll go play like against Bryce with my stuff uh, at some point. Can't wait. He lives north of me by by an amount. Um, would, anyone playing like Slanesh? Be... Anyone working on Slanesh? Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, not well, just, I'm, wait, I'm not the person uh... who shames Slanesh, by the way. That's not, that's not my take. I'm not in that camp. Um, I don't, I don't care. Uh, I feel and, like um, the people being punished by the, the band Slanesh movement and, and all that is people who love Slanesh because filth players yeah. will just be onto the next filth thing. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah, they're just going to go play Petrifex Elite. It's fine. Yeah, whatever. Whatever the next thing is. Maybe it's STD. It, it's pro- it, Hallow Heart. Whatever it is. <coughs> They'll just be on the next thing. Um, so. Yeah, it, it's fine. Yeah. Um, no, I know we have a couple Slaneshi voyeurs, but um, we don't have anybody. <laughs> yeah, okay. Like, straight up buildy buildy. Um, Umming a lot. Alright. It's been, it's been super fun. It's something that I've found really rewarding even though all i've done is make a discord and post someone else's army lore well Um, no i mean i mean it's it's important to have people driving and and organizing and interacting you know and and i feel like you're doing those those things like um, i feel lucky just to be along for the ride like we have got a lot of really nice people and some people with questionable morals um who have been doing (laughs) such a great job people with questions all right um so i guess uh, uh um we've done the elevator uh pitch uh yeah. you're we're coming to the point where i want you to do shameless p- promotions and and close it out strong um, oh, okay so well, i want to come 
Well, let's see. When it comes to shameless promotions, um, I think that if you get a chance, check out the Warhammer Weekly show on conversions that I don't think was this. It wasn't this week. It was last week's episode. I know that gave me a ton of inspiration whenever it comes to building stuff and how to do it and like how to come up with ideas. That really helped me um, when it comes to self-promotion. Just like follow me on Twitter, on Twitter uh, at Tristan Gray. I would love to talk anything hobby related with you. Um, just about anybody. Like my DMs are open. I'm pretty sure if they're not, I'll just probably say accept anyway. I'm kind of a hussy like that. Uh-huh. <laughs> You've been hanging out with Will too much. No, I haven't. I really want to hang out with him more. Yeah, like I want to go to a seclude, uh, to a very secluded cabin deep in the Vermont woods with him. Uh, all right. <laughs> Just saying. It's got to be a secluded cabin, not like a reasonable. No, I'm kidding. In um, Vermont, yes. I, I want to try to get Will on the show here. I think we'd have a pretty good time. Um, I think you I, would too. That, I, tried, I tried to get you and him on the show at the same time, and then fucking Jacob Barry scooped him first, so fuck that guy. Yeah, fuck Jacob Barry. Fuck Jacob Barry. With a dice. I, I, I assume he's a personal, uh, very passionate lover, to be honest, so I would be interested. <laughs> um, Probably. He seems to... Or, I love a good power top. I'm just saying. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, <laughs> Could be, could be. I'll, I'll, no, I'll, I'll talk to him. I'll be like, do you prefer top or bottom? I mean, I think you, so. Just no context. Yeah, I, no context like, whatsoever. I don't have any filter on this because I was raised by a sex educator. So for me, I had a lot of pop up books growing up, if you know what I mean. Ayo. That wasn't so, phallic at all. All right. So yeah, um, um, continue. Do you get a thought? I'm um, just. Okay. Um, yeah, so in- International Escalation League, the uh, best way to get at it right now is on Discord. Message either Bryce or uh, or Tristan. Uh, Bryce, of course, again, is at, at MooseGeek underscore on Twitter. Uh, oh, Tristan. all written out. At Tristan Gray. It's not written out. At Tristan Gray. Uh, you can always message me, and I'll, I'll direct you in the right uh, right places. I'm, uh, I'm in the Discord. Uh, I haven't been there. In theory. For like a month, uh, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and correct that soon, and uh, I'll be sure to get I'm, links up to, to stuff. I'm uh, really excited to have you in that Discord solely because I won't miss your messages on Twitter anymore. I'm just gonna go in there and I'm gonna I'm just gonna narratively shame people for like not writing proper uh, stories and just like oh yeah you think this is cute like it's it's wrong. Uh, look at you violating and, the rule of three right here. Uh, I don't see any. I don't see any expectation or subversion going on in this paragraph. What the fuck is going on? Can't wait uh, to ban what your is, ass inside what is, of twenty four hours. What does this character want in this scene? What's stopping them from getting it? Like, what? Come on, man. Where's the suspense? No, no, I'm kidding. I, I again. What did I say to ban Bryce? Me- hashtag ban Mephisto. Hashtag ban Mephisto. I'm the real shelf slash. It's it's ban Mephisto. Uh, no, no, I, I, I said to, I said to, 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 to Bryce earlier, the, the worthiest part of writing is having an idea. The second worthiest part is putting it down. Executing is just doing it. Um, painting is maybe more unforgiving than narrative, uh, because narrative is a lot about just ideas and completing them. Uh, that's the hardest part, um, I will accept that challenge. Spikiko is going to house your ass. Just saying. On what? Uh, writing. Really? Yeah, man. Okay. He'll take. Right. He'll take you downtown. All right, let's go. He lives there. Okay. 
It's about that life. I built my house there. Uh, no, you didn't. Yeah, I did. You live in the suburbs. Uh, not technically. <laughs> I mean, I do have an English lit uh, education. and uh, Oh, you know, wow. I've that got, means a lot. I've got No, it means you're unemployed. Uh, and then Me? you end up working the trades because you need money. Yeah. Yeah, shouts to my photography degree. What's you, up? You you how's, you manage you manage BA in history. You manage a Barnes and Noble for a few years until you realize that if you just go work fucking construction, you make more money. Um, <laughs> yeah, shouts to my barista career. What's yeah, up? yeah, yeah. Fucking goddamn it. Uh, but yeah, yeah anyway. Latte. I set a good end cap, I guess. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Man, I finished my mango lime Mountain Dew kick a while back. Like, yeah, we're we're running I'm out of we're running out of gas here, going. folks. You're still going? I'm not. I'm, I'm still running. going. I'm tapped out here. All right, folks. Um, I just want free critiques. Maybe trick him into editing more. See, editing is like a different brain, you know, from from the writing brain. The writing brain is one brain. The editing brain is the other brain. Um, it's like the tortoise and the hare. Um, the tortoise is the editor, and the hare is the writer. Um, like the writer just tries to like pound out and get the story out, get the story out, get the story out. And the tortoise has to like go through and comb and fix shit. Um, I don't often have my, uh, editor brain on, but there are certain things that like just stick out like a sore thumb. Yeah. Writing is, uh, uh, not unlike hobbying, you know, you want to do it fearlessly. Uh, just do it is the other part of it and have good ideas. And even if they're bad ideas have them i fuck the thing i hate the most while i'm on this tangent is people saying like that story's already been told or, oh that's just like that other thing the the fucking dances with smurf thing p enraged me from uh south park when uh avatar came out like oh it's uh... dances with smurfs it's dances with the smurfs i'm like literally every story's already been told i had a class a 300 level course called analyzing texts the only thing it did was give you things to read and then you broke them down into how it's like every existing story already there's seven plots in all of fiction about three in all of film the most popular one is two worlds collide there's sacred object or hidden object everyone knows about the monomyth or the hero's journey like <coughs> like you've never read a completely new idea we've been living under the same stars eating the same fucking like plants converted into other fucking matter our entire existence you're not getting a brand new idea for those of you scoring at home we are in fact doing the sacred object so thanks for coming yeah yeah sacred object uh lord of the rings is sacred object by the way um a little bit of a monomyth but very less so because the character actually uh, decays over time and doesn't really like learn fucking anything it's all the tertiary yeah. characters that, like um so yeah, it's a little bit more sacred object than, than monomyth, even though people would try to tell you it's monomyth. They're fucking bullish and it's not Hero's Journey. Um, there's a lot of walking, which is why they say it's Hero's Journey, but they're lazy and they didn't analyze the text properly. God, that that that's a class that will ruin everything for you, by the way. Tell like, me how you really feel. <laughs> yeah, Lord of the Rings is a situation, not a story. Don't at me. Uh, that's the thing is there's also like exploratory writing is a thing. Uh, or experimental. It's also known as experimental. Uh, so, like, you have a premise, but you don't really, like, have a plot. So you just explore the premise. Like, that's a thing you can do. Uh, documentary tends to fall into that category. Although documentaries have gotten a lot better at having a narrative or a line throughout. Um, 
Yeah, I would say bad documentaries do the first one. Yeah, they just good documentaries do the second. It's true. Or actually, um, have a plot. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I mean, I, I see narrative in a lot of stuff, and and it, it's like when I say when I have traditionally said the term narrative, I have not meant anything related <laughs> to Warhammer, and so I've had to like switch what the word I am saying. Oh, just, interesting. To just I see a story in everything. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like even with like you and Bryce having a rivalry, ha 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 ha. That's a story hook throughout Rantcast. That was just building a narrative, building a story between Rantcast episodes. So, like, if you're a random person who's never seen Rantcast before, you can go back and track a narrative. Yeah, and you can see that I won. I guess, yeah. I mean, hmm. yeah, but are you the benevolent hero or are you the oppressor? What do you think? I think you're an anti-hero. Ah, shit. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, villain? Yeah, not quite. I mean, he's still driving the narrative, so he's not quite like a, a complete antagonist. <laughs> See, I I can go deep on on everyone's fucking falling asleep, falling asleep now listening to Rantcast. Um, I can go deep on these concepts. Uh, oh, I won't. Baby. I'll, fi- I'll I'll uh, yeah, go deep. Yeah, deep. Um, but anyway, uh, we got no, the I just meant Rantcast. <laughs> We've got the uh, we've got the the shameless self promotions out the way again. Mm-hmm. Uh, join the internet esca- or internet. Join the international escalation league. Uh, at any one of us that's been on this episode, I'll put links uh, where I can to to various things in the show notes. If you are unfortunately one of those humans listening on your favorite your favorite podcast app or platform like Spotify, iTunes, or Castbox, um, Podbean, etc. etc. Over a dozen of them available. Uh, if you're listening on those, uh, you missed some visual elements to the, sh- to the show, um, go on Twitter, uh, there's photos there, uh, and yeah. <laughs> You'd love Mephisto to go deep. I often go deep. Ask, uh, Lulu. Anyway, anyway, th- this got awkward quick. I thought you were gonna talk about pickup basketball. That was a curveball. It got sexual. That was unexpected. Yeah. Yeah, well, no, I, I actually suck at is, shooting threes. Is, I don't, is, I don't have a, pro- is that a writing thing that you go with the unexpected? Yeah, that, uh, it's it's expectation. Is that because you're a writer? Yes, expectation and then subversion. Ah, uh, because you're like, a writer. Yes, writers set the expectation and then you subvert it. That's that's the whole, that's literally everything. Um, And then there's also a, like bracketing, which is, uh, you know, you, you, you set the premise early and then you come is back that- to it in the end. Oh, it's like edging. Okay, that's weird. So you went deep. You went sexual on that one. All right. Yeah, everybody. but that's that's expected. Yeah, there's no that's... subversion. Yeah. On that note, uh, you know, like, follow, subscribe to all of the things that are relevant. Uh, subscribes are free on YouTube and and all the podcast stuff. Likes and follows are free on Twitch. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. I'll catch you next week. Same rantcast, Tom. St. Rantcast Place. And as Frank, the chat king, would say, drink your milk and pay your taxes. <laughs>